Welcome, everyone. This is a very, very, very special episode. I'm Two Chains from the Big Gold Belt Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jamal. Oy. And we have a star-studded cast. Mr. Sean O'Brien from Square Circle Sound. What's up, brother? Good to be here, guys. All right. And the Snack Boys are here. What's cracking with your snack and slacker stars? Hashtag Snack Society in the house today to talk about everything New Orleans and WrestleMania. That's right. We're going to be talking all things WrestleMania, just the, the whole city of New Orleans. We're talking indie promotions. We're talking the WWE product. We're talking, we're just getting you paired, something to listen to as you get yourself down there for what's going to be one heck of a weekend down there. So stay tuned. A lot coming at you. Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. All right, so yeah, we're all here together. We're ready to talk some WrestleMania. Um, just, just a quick, quick background. background. Got the superpowers here together. We're all frequent fans of no pro wrestling. We've only met here. Um, very good promotion. Well, Anyone's not familiar out in the Northern Virginia area, definitely step over to their Twitter at BA Wrestling. Check out everything they got going on. But we decided to all get together and talk WrestleMania, something that we're all preparing for this weekend. We're going to get you prepared for this weekend. And, and this is no better than to have like very like good, good decisive opinions and and plans from all over. So we're here and get ready. But nonetheless, the the, the first thing you know we got to talk about is WrestleMania is supposed to be roughly estimated to be seven hours. I mean, <laughs> I'm going. I'm the only one here of everyone going. I don't know how I'm going to survive seven hours. Clearly, I won't be having no beverages because I'm going to be dehydrated. <laughs> but um, it's just going to be it's going to be a challenging zone to just survive that. But the Snack Boys, what do you guys plan on snacking on for those long, luxurious seven hours of wrestling? I don't know if we've planned out that day yet. I mean, we've got a lot of things in the hopper. Wings, pizza. I mean, that, that I got that extra cheesy stuff. So that's, oh, that's, that's probably extra value item that you get for WrestleMania. Because, I mean, you can't beat that price right. for how much food you're getting. And as long as WrestleMania is going to be, you're probably going to need two or three. And you know that WrestleMania is usually right around Easter. So you might be able to hit the uh, target, the Kmart, get the bargains on the Easter candy, have that on the table. Speaking of which, we got a little bit of that for you here. While we're mulling over the WrestleMania card, the people at Peeps, which I'm sure Two Chains is very happy about, we've got three different flavors of mystery flavors, a la Oreo. And uh, basically, what we have here is number one of three, and we're going to pass these around. As That's right. Lots of sugar for WrestleMania. <laughs> you could definitely come in handy for that. We have a triple threat of mystery Peeps. Absolutely. Nice. Regular old white looking peeps. Something. I don't know. What do you guys usually do for snacking during WrestleMania season? Well, uh, WrestleMania season, gotta be honest with you, uh, there's a bunch of places near my um, near my place in DC. Uh, so I usually go with 
quesadillas mm. from um, you know, uh, Los Hermanos on a, mm. in, in Park Road on a, in Columbia Heights, or I go with the, um, it was a six foot long sub. Nice. Um, you gotta get one of those. But I think this year, I'm gonna be in Chicago uh, for C2E2 during WrestleMania. So I'm actually gonna have a deep, a deep dish pizza. Nice. The hotel. There you go. So Giordano's already has my order, and that's already on on the on wraps. Oh boy! If you're getting for Giordano's, you have to put in your order right now. Right today. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if your life, you wait too long, it might not show up during those seven hours. Oh, you got me thinking about the Italian beef when you said Chicago too. That's an amazing thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely can't wait to get back out there this 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 year. Um, but WrestleMania weekend, so again, I'll be out there. Um, you guys are going to be staying local to the Northern Virginia area, correct? Um, any parties or any plans of that sort? Well, we always get together and film our Snack Society antics during pay-per-views anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a huge day-long extravaganza. I'm sure we'll review all manners of snacks and food. And we still have a lot of planning to go and might have some uh, some sort of get-together. Haven't uh, fully planned it out just yet, but um, you know, maybe some, anyone who's local in the area, I'm willing uh, to watch WrestleMania with. That's right. For small feet. <laughs> WrestleMania is on Sunday, but I mean, the wrestling event starting on Thursday. I mean, yeah, yeah, besides really. just the big WrestleMania seven hour big mega show of all time, um, what else are you guys looking forward to uh, watching? Oh, Hall of Fame is always good. Anybody in particular you're ready to see inducted? Mm, you know, I was never a big Goldberg guy. Um, Mark Henry's kind of a head scratcher because so soon after his retirement. I would probably say Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> Hillbilly Jim to me was always kind of like an underdog, and it really always disappointed me that his career never became what it could have been. And I think he would be a real good spot there. Isn't Ivory being inducted? Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, I'm a, I've always been an Ivory fan, so honestly, that's, you know, warms my heart. I'm thinking that's probably a glow tie in there. They might yeah. they might be trying to get in uh, some of the glow girls from the show. Yeah, they'll probably, sure. probably be involved in that is what they're hoping. Personally, myself, being an old school Memphis fan, I'm going to go with Double J, J E Double F, J A Double R, E Double T, Double J, Jarrett, going into the Hall of Fame this year. Besides Hall of Fame, what you looking forward to seeing this week? Well, Hall of Fame is always interesting, but I think at the time of the Hall of Fame, I'm definitely going to have my phone open on Twitch for Impact vs. Lucha Underground. Oh, ah, there you go. I might have to talk myself into watching that. Yes. Okay. No, it's, it's one of those things I don't get a chance to watch Lucha Underground mm -hmm. too often. Uh, Impact is still exists. I mean, so God bless Hootie and, and, <laughs> and all those guys up in, in Canada for making it work. But this may be like the low key show stealer of the weekend. Definitely. It's definitely something that nobody's, the people aren't really talking about, which is kind of surprising. But who knows? This is like Impact, like, Come to Jesus' moment. If they don't make this work, where do they go from here? So they kind of need to have an A-plus show. They need to have the show of the last. Well, they're kind of one of those things where you hear about them, and then people wonder when it's going to be, and how long they're going to stay around. And they always keep you know, managing to just keep on going. Yeah, true. I mean, Impact's been on life support since, well, the last, like, two years. And Absolutely. we've always been just waiting yeah. for them to uh, post the casket on them. Somehow they say, well, not done yet. But... but on the biggest on the stage on North American, North American television, television, arguably in the, in the wrestling world, world, they have an opportunity have an to do something special. Luchador uh, uh, has, has a built-in audience that will only get bigger. Uh, Impact is really struggling to be that number two brand of Mr. Nessa, I think they are, for some reason. But now they have a chance to actually prove themselves and show the world that they've righted the ship. 
that Hootie knows the way. God bless that owl. <laughs> you know, I think it's also cool because Lucha Underground, you don't get to see them very often do their stuff extemporaneously. It's, you know, usually taped a year in advance or whatever, and this is going to be them yeah. doing it as they do it live, you know, and also, you know, there's guys that cross over with those promotions. What are you going to do there? Is it going to be Johnny Mundo or Johnny Impact? What are they doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Either name is the Impact Mundo. They're both terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just never understand. You bring a guy in, you call him, well, let's name him the, like our show. Like, okay, let's, next guy is Johnny Rawl. <laughs> and then, of course, there's also what is shaping up to be, or it is now officially, the biggest show in Ring of Honor history going down that weekend with uh, Cody versus Kenny Omega that they've already, already sold, sold more tickets than they sold, sold any, any Ring of Honor show previously. previously. So that's, that's going down. And also on that show, show which is probably, probably going to be, could be a could show, show still over the weekend, weekend. they're going to have um, Young Bucks, Young Bucks and Fortnite against, against, against uh, Cal Collins Sensor, Chris Daniels, Fred Arian, and Scorpio Sky at a ladder match. So, I mean, so, I mean there's, there's a lot of, I can't, I can't imagine that show isn't going to like have guys, guys really, really going out there looking to impress, you know, especially, especially with their biggest crowd ever. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Kenny and Cody. That's just, that's just odd, odd matchup to me, but, but. We'll find, we'll find out. out. I mean, all, all eyes are going to be on Cody. Cody, 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 Goldust. Gold <laughs> there you go. The, ro <laughs> the road brother that matters. <laughs> I think I think it's very easy for people to forget that no matter how big the weekends is, no matter how big of a show WWE puts up on their Sunday. That Saturday NXT takeover always steals the weekend. And I think, again, it's being put as an underdog. And again, it will deliver as the best show of the weekend. And quite frankly, out of that show, I think that the match of the entire weekend, which is my hot take, number one, is that the Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa will be the absolute show stiller that everyone's going to be talking about. No matter where you're at, if you're in the building for NST, which I will be, which I actually got that my tickets for that before I even got WrestleMania. <laughs> so um, we'll we'll steal it. People will be talking about it. And no matter, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he's just going to have to give it up. And this will be a six-star match at the end of the weekend. <laughs> as a DM exclusive, he will rate this as his first NXT Takeover six star match period, and I believe this will be WWE's first six star match as well too. So that is absolutely my hot take, and will be the moment of the entire weekend. Well, with that match, you've got a lot of things there. You got the storytelling, you got great wrestling, and these guys have been developed for what a few years now with NXT. Uh, and Ciampa, honestly, he's getting like crazy heat there and the, down there in uh, Florida. Uh, the fans, I mean, he comes out doesn't have to say a word, and people are already like telling him to shut up. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> absolutely the best build of. NXT of its recent times, like about a year and a half out. I mean, the turn of NXT Chicago. Um, it's just going to it's going to be pure magic. I don't think NXT has had a moment like that between Gargano and Ciampa since Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn when Owens turned on him. Yeah. Um, you know, power bomb on the apron, the hardest part of the ring right here. <laughs> so so hard. It's very hard. And then you got you got Gargano. People are and he's a pure baby face since Daniel Bryan. Uh, and he's definitely uh, got a bright future ahead of him. So for that, you know, dynamic right there, the juxtaposition, I mean, it just makes for great storytelling and fantastic wrestling.
And then, like, low-key, Gargano, I mean, not Gargano, but Ciampa looks pretty jacked. And yeah. He looks better <laughs> than he's ever been. He's been working out of a lot of stuff. <laughs> what do you guys think about that match? I think that one's going to be really good, and it could be a very uh, violent match, which is what I'm looking forward to. They're really going to turn it up quite a bit on the on the uh, violence there, and that's what I look forward to in a good hate-filled type of match, you know? I'm not just looking for, like, chain wrestling and stuff like, like that. that. I'm looking for a, a hate-filled brawl here. Chain wrestling, wrestling chain. chain. <laughs> <laughs> that would work. It, it is, is unsanctioned. So a hate-filled brawl, I mean, that is obviously what that match would probably end up being. Now, another thing not to sleep on on that show, of course, they're going to have the North American title hanging from the ceiling yep. in the ladder match with all the newcomers coming in, EC3, Ricochet, and all that. And, and, and NXT title, uh -huh. Alistair Black, and my man, Cian Almas. He's been killing it. Killing it in the Molina. Hottest thing on that show. And I'm going to see some real fun to be back at NXT for what a showing he had. Um, who was, who was he called out there? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Royal Rumble. I mean, the guy also has is um, – a pure testament of what the NFT brand can uh, produce. I mean, again, he felt supernatural in the world, right? and good as it said, and then in the same back the NFT is kind of looks like a cheat. Like, he shouldn't be down there. But again, you expect to see another classic guy now. Um, that, that match with um, Johnny Gargano and uh, NST TakeOver Philly was, again, well, that, that was, was the first five-star match. match. Yeah. Yeah. And we're keeping it kind of start. How many stars was that by now? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so, so, you know, but, but again, NXT will still, still be in, no matter if you're, 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 you're hearing it first, right here. NXT TakeOver is going to still the weekend with tons of different wrestlers. Like, I mean, even the, 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 uh, 100, I mean, Lord, like, that card alone is, I don't even know how, I haven't even, even announced matches for it yet. They just announced it's going to be in it. Yeah, I've heard you announced for it. None of that. I mean, it's like the Tiburon team from uh, Madden uh, 2002. <laughs> so, but you do mention that North American title, just go back to NXT for a second. And all those guys, you know, either debuting or already in it, and uh, they're, they're really going to go balls on the wall for that match. And, I mean, uh, you know, you know you're going to expect a great match, but they're going to bring things that are going to open a lot of eyes. A lot of people don't think about this. Just a year ago, it was Aleister Black versus Almas. I think it was Black's first match in NXT. Yeah. And how almost has turned it around since then is a completely different story. Is that what yeah. suspenders? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 One yeah. year from just barely making the car to headlining yeah. the show. And he, he wanted to quit at one point. I remember him saying that. He was like, you know, I don't want to be this, you know, cure me baby face, you know. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to do something with more character. I mean, it was a, it, it, down, down in Mexico, it was one of their biggest stars, the WWE and, and trips, the, the typical recruitment of pulling out the best stars for a promotion and you know from being the top of the line star to just being the guy in the pool has to hit your ego but you know trust in the pro in the, in the, in the process and then uh, like a year later you are the top guy and I, I don't know when or how maybe we'd see him in a battle royal but um he's, he's destined to be on the main roster oh, sooner than him, later. him and Zelina yeah. are ready for prime time and I think they can absolutely become the next Miz and Maurice. Oh they are they are ready. That's, that's a hot take. Yeah, that, that right is a hot take, but it's a true <laughs> take because the key is those two together. Yeah, yeah. She adds the sizzle to him. That, that he, he was missing. Just like, like he, he was floundering a little bit, and then he got released. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, 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 like,
we, we already knew we could wrestle. wrestle. Yeah, everyone, everyone knew Lasombra could go. Yeah, the key was he took they took the mask off and just he needed that extra little seasoning, that extra little spice, and whoever was behind that idea of putting the two of them together, really home run, home run. That's a full thumbs up idea right there from Hill Will Mahoney. Absolutely, six <laughs> stars, six stars for that. <laughs> so anyway, moving forward. Um, like I said, tons of wrestling going out the weekend. We already talked about different shows and stuff we're looking forward to. Um, what about in particular talent? Is there any one person that you're looking forward to seeing yeah, wrestle or, you know? I mean, you got some huge match, you got a ball, uh, you got some access shows. Was it Keith Lee versus uh, Yeah, yeah that's just breaking news within um, maybe three or four hours ago today that um, access, which looked at this be a meet and greet at a point, Decided to say, oh, you know, they typically have matches, They're, you know, dark matches or whatever you want to call them. And they haven't really held up to being anything special. I think Nakamura may have wrestled at Access before he officially debuted uh, two years ago, I think it was. I don't know how much time has flat, <laughs> but, you know, really not too much noise coming from out of there. But I mean, WWE today really, really, really um, shook the world a little bit when saying that Access will be holding forward their four days of, um, uh, of, of the ticket sales there that they'll be having a, a big mix-up in WWE talent working with progress talent working with evolve talent um with um UK championship or and, and UK division 205 205 live division just anything you can think of as far as uh, the ready available talent uh mixed with evolve and progress will be having matches together um you know it's Vince's decision Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. But I mean, this is this is it's huge. I mean, again, like, like you said, said, we do get um, Chris Castillo versus um, uh, Keith Lee. Keith mm. Lee's a, a, a fan <laughs> favorite. He's it's our like favorite for sure. Um, to see that um, is a shocker because I mean, there was rumor about Keith Lee going to end, going to WWE mm. eventually. Yeah. Um, a few months ago, we haven't seen much of it, but. You know, matches like this is what we look forward to when you hear about big indie talent going to the brand. So to be able to get that off your $40 access ticket, mm-hmm. I mean, sorry. Keith Lee last year had the match of the weekend and him versus Ahmed Dajak at George Janela's spring break. So we know he's coming to prove something again. I mean, he, he was on the show and we, we talked to him about that. And he talked about how surreal it was to like, you know, go down there, do what you have to do and leave the city. But to hear how he touched and affected so many people all over and hearing his match being considered one of the best, best matches of the of the weekend, it was humbling. With that being said, you know this year he's looking to make an impact for sure. Mm-hmm. Not so, only impact, just making an impact. <laughs> Please no, no, not only impact. Daniel Duty, you can't have that one. <laughs> but yeah, this town's a good match. I'm gonna pull this up because again, this news that just came out um over two hours ago before we got started recording here but i mean it's gonna be tons of, of of mixing up down here uh before but before we get back to that a little bit let's talk about other news that's going to be down in new orleans this weekend and that's what the louisiana fight commission absolutely <laughs> having a word on these uh smaller brands or whatever one is squashing the ant in the indies in the any promotions down in new orleans with a bunch of band moves and requirements in order to run your uh, promotions down here so um, everyone's got shame you know no pile drivers <laughs> so yeah no power drivers no power bombs uh no, no, outside the ring no pushing someone over the top rope outside of the ring oh, um, that's pretty risky guys. no uh no moonsaults yeah no flippy shit 
No. <laughs> Who said that? No. Um, like no 450s. No. You know, no, no shooting star press. No. Shout out to our cameraman, Alexander Newbert. Thank you. Yes. Look. Yep. Hey, but no yeah, but none of, yeah, none of that stuff. So it would be interesting to see how CZW uh, runs their show over the weekend. If you're going to a CZW show, you've heard about it, you know of it, you've never been to South Jersey to see it live, and then you go, it's in my town, but it's not CZW. <laughs> so it'd be interesting. I mean, obviously, everybody's going to is able to do the work, and that's not the problem. The issue is if you're selling Matt Riddle's blood sport yeah. without blood, then what, what show do we have? Wrestle score. <laughs> it could be like a match from the 50s, basically. <laughs> but then you got or a Randy Orton match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chinlockamania. That might be going down. down. <laughs> and then we're also going to have Joey Janela's spring break. Yes, indeed. That was, I would say, probably the most fun show of last year's WrestleMania weekend. Because that show just, yeah, I mean, it just straight up came across like a party. Mm. And I'm sure Joey's trying to keep that vibe going this time around. That really has. For me, as far as the, as the indie matches go, that show has the match that I'm most excited about because that we're gonna, that show we're gonna have um the big man Walter showing up there to take on the returning Quebecer Pierre Carl Wallet. That's right. That's gonna be a battle of big boys <laughs> going on down spring break. I've been very interested in uh, Pierre's journey ever since I saw a shoot interview with him on Hannibal TV about a year ago or so. And, you know, just for him to have this fire now and to be kind of have it lit back under him after all the things that have happened to him, I think it's fantastic. And that's what I'm looking for the most, too. Well, you're also going to have a solid two and a half star classic between uh, James Ellsworth and Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, that actually may be better than it should be. Mm -hmm. uh, James Ellsworth, the biggest surprise is that everyone just underwrites him completely every single time. Mm -hmm. And depending on who he's worked with, he's not looked as bad as you want him to be. Yeah. So Matt Riddle can work. James Ellsworth obviously can work to some extent, but I wouldn't discard that match. That, that might actually do be better than it should. Mm -hmm. And and again, if your uh, your expectations are lowered and it, and it does better than that, yeah. then so you know what are you gonna do? But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that uh, that's the thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. oh, I see it done. No, no, I mean, more more, you know, power to Joey to, to put that matchup together. Uh, and just there's an interesting story behind it. So, yeah, no, <laughs> Thursday I'm getting straight off the plane and I'll be catching my Uber straight over to uh, whatever the convention center that's holding all the WWE events. I'll be there attended beyond because there's tons of matches I'm ready to see there. Uh, speaking of, um, you can bring your mobile phone charger, right? Got, I've got to, but uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, the bro, he'll be facing going off um, against Deanna Brazo. First of all, that intergender match is going to be absolutely bananas, but other than that, I'll be very, very interested in seeing Timothy Thatcher versus Tony Storm. Um, I don't even know how to even put that in words, but I'm here for it. I mean, you know, makes her return back to the ring. Fresh yeah. over injury at Beyond. So, of course, I'm going to be there to support my girl. She's in the, she's in the um, Fatal 4-Way down okay. here. I forget the other name for the people. But, again, I'll be there supporting her on her first match back. So, um, we'll see we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, that that whole card for uh, Beyond Wrestling just fills tons of intergender great matches of just great talent from all over. So, Looking forward to yeah, that. We're obviously going to have plenty of wrestling, but what about outside of wrestling, Crab? What about anything uh, 
else going on down in New Orleans? Well, obviously you have uh, you know the, the access, and that's going to be going on uh, from Thursday through Saturday uh, at the New Orleans Convention Center, which is right across the street from the Superdome. They actually got a Sunday at eight p.m. show too. I think <laughs> they just added that. Must have just added that. Yeah, because I was looking. Um, I was I pulled up the little access stuff, and I noticed it right here. Oh, so and I was like, yeah, Sunday at a.m. So I mean, if if, if another seven another what? Three hours here before the seven hours. Longer than a work day. Plenty of mm, Absolutely. As I was saying this week on the Twitter machine, if they're gonna make WrestleMania as long as a work day, they need to start paying us nine ninety five instead of us paying them nine ninety five to take all this in. That is the one thing Hootie does have over WWE. They will pay you to come to their show. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, what else we doing now in New Orleans? Well, I mean, if you're not going to gorge on beignets or anything like that, uh, you know, Wale and a bunch of other people right. have Wale Mania um, at a couple clubs downtown. Um, but honestly, there's just so much wrestling going on that if you're not going to be at the Sugar Mill or the Train Civic Center or the New Orleans Civic Center, uh, the New Orleans Convention Center, then there's not enough hours in the day to get everything done down in New Orleans. So there's a bunch of parties. Uh, Hall of Fame is Friday night. Uh, that's three hours long at the Movie King Arena, um, across the from Superdome. So there's a bunch of stuff in the French Quarter. Um, Lawler's uh, going to be down there with like a, a signing. Um, WrestleCon is going to go be going on uh, during that time as well. Um, sure, my boy Michael Kingston from Headlock Comics is down there, always doing his thing. So he's you know shout out to him. He's doing a great job and he's always hustling. I mean, from convention to convention, uh, he works with guys like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. And does great work writing them, and his uh, artist, uh, Michael, I forgot to pronounce his last name, but um, he does a great job uh, doing illustrations. So, yeah, so it's going to be just a lot of wrestling stuff and a lot of non-wrestling stuff to do in New Orleans. I mean, it's it's as big as the Super Bowl at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's not just one day; it's a whole weekend, and it, it boosts up, boosts up the uh, national or the local economy. I mean, I think. I've heard figures before, and between ninety and hundred million dollars that the uh, local economy it creates all these jobs and everything. Jeez. Hey, any guesses on that mystery, Pete? Anybody? Licorice? <laughs> hmm. I, I don't know. I got it over with. <laughs> <laughs> For flavor number one, personally, I was thinking possibly cotton candy. No, see, I think it's a soda. I thought at first it was root beer, but I think it's cola. Oh, really? Yeah. I taste some more root beer there. Uh, I was going to say tilapia. <laughs> oh, it's a fishing kind of feet. Yeah, bottom feeder. All right. <laughs> they weren't horrible, but they weren't anything exciting, so they're like a half thumb up for me. Yeah. As we go through them, I've heard that thumb down for me. Oh, five, me. five eights here. About as good as they are, Mister. I have no clue. I've never had a peep before. I know why I've never had a peep. That's why. Yeah. Wow. It's a gritty yet smooth consistency on the back end that's just kind of weird. It's, it's like eating a sponge that's covered in diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> a diabetic sponge. Yes. <laughs> it's it's the loofah of the snack owl. Right. Well, anyway, um, before we wrap this uh, quick segment, uh, just to, just to um, cap it off with the news I had earlier um, about the access, they had to pull it up in a second. So to make sure you get all the right information. Basically, um, it's a four-day thing. Access is four days down there. You know, you can take a tour to meet and greet and all that other stuff, but you do get an abundance of different matches, and ultimately all the matches end up into the UK Championship versus the UK Championship Invitational. Um, the, the 
NXT um, American Championship versus the, uh, the American Championship Invitational winner and, <laughs> and, and so on. And then you also do have the WWE Champion, the Progress Women's Champion, um, the Progress Males uh, Championship match all there too. So you basically, you just, just have an abundance on this eight o'clock Sunday morning. Um, Which is the, the South American Championship? <laughs> Uncle Paul pulled the biggest rib of the weekend because whoever the heck is going to win that ladder match Saturday night, they're going to win that title. They're going to wake up the next morning at 8 a.m. Here's the sound factor, too. I mean, this Sunday went from I'm not buying a Sunday access ticket from out of nowhere to like you have a semi type of indie show. Eight o'clock Sunday morning. So yeah. with, with, with the ramifications of the previous night's NXT takeover. Yeah, yeah. And nothing but title match. This is the class of champions right here. Yeah, yeah. So really, you can really build your own weekend with uh, all these events and matches and everything. And uh, you know, it's not just one to point to the other. It's it creates your own pretty much. Like and I'll say wrestling. And I've never been to Access before, but I mean, I don't know how seedings are done. But from every other day, it looks like general takers are forty dollars. So forty dollars to see Pete Dunn versus. Um, a couple of names I saw on there was um, Leo Rush. Pete Dunn versus Leo Rush could be interesting. And nice dynamic. And so on. I mean, it, it sounds like a good deal. But I mean, again, breaking news from, um, from WWE earlier and creating a rupture and more more, more wrestling on that Sunday. <laughs> so just get your sleep Saturday night. But we'll get back to you once that comes. We're going to come for a break. And uh, we're going to have uh, more guests here for you. So. Stay Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Connect with us on all of our platforms, bgbgroup.tumblr.com, at bgbgroup on Twitter, and facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. All right, here we go with our final segment of the night. We're back talking WrestleMania. Again, I'm Two Chains on the Big Go Bell podcast. We're still here with the, the same crew. How's everybody? We're great. We're good. Hanging in there. The excitement is real. I mean, we're, we're a few <laughs> days out from WrestleMania weekend. Um, we cover so much about the indies. Uh, primarily right now, we're going to talk WWE. So we're definitely going to jump right into with kicks off on Saturday night, NST TakeOver New Orleans. So... Um, again, I predicted earlier that this will be the show of the entire weekend. We're going to go out the car quickly. You guys give me your reactions, predictions, or just added notes to everything that is about NXT TakeOver. So um, we do have, again, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, which is an unchanged match. Basically, what this match states is that Gargano wins. He's back in NXT. But if Ciampa wins, then Gargano is banned from NXT. We have um, the debut and the tur- um, and the ladder match for the NST North American Championship, which has, I mean, the belt is new. We have some debuts going on here. Adam Cole, EC3 is making his NST debut. Killian Dane, Laura Sullivan, uh, Ricochet making his debut, and Valveteen Dream. Um, then we have a triple debt tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship, which is going to be the Undisputed Era. Anna Cole is stepping in for Bobby Fish uh, with Kyle Riley. Uh, we, we have, have the Authors of Pain and Roger Strong and Pete Dunn. And we also have the NSC Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon. 
And then we have the NXT Championship closing out the show with Andrade Cien Almond versus uh, Selena Vega against Aleister Black. Guys. Wow. <laughs> now, my question is, have they, have they showed that North American belt yet? No. 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 Yeah, you, my reaction, wow. Head of the card. Loaded. A loaded lineup, and of course it has the benefit of being an NXT show. So it's you're going to be lucky if that thing goes two and a half hours. That is going to be a nonstop thrill ride, action pack without a second to breathe that entire show. And that's what NXT excels at. They, there's no filler. It's all killer. Speaking of the filler, let's go ahead and start out mystery peep number two Good here. Right. <laughs> there we go. Right. Why are we talking about mysteries? I got a question for you guys. Yeah. NXT has this tradition. I love it. I mean, this is literally me and Jamal's favorite part about NXT takeovers is the big mystery of who will be in the crowd. Oh, like uh, when they're bringing in new fellas. Oh, that's yeah, right. that's right. We know it's the least one, <laughs> but who would definitely be in the crowd? Who do you think? Predictions, fellas. Keith Lee. <laughs> mm-hmm. John? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 okay. well, well, why not? I mean, he's already working technically with them for the Access shows. He's going to be in that uh, the Access tournament. So he's already the uh, Evolve champion. They have a working mm-hmm. partnership with them. Would be nice since his name has been thrown around out there. Let's see Keith Lee in the crowd. So the entire Smoothie King standard thing and, you know, do the thing. Hey. Triple H is a smart man, and he heard the records that went on last year, year down here with him, and he's already, already signed Donovan Dodge. Dodge. He's, he's getting ready, ready to try to trick on that very soon. Sounds like he might. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Keith Lee has the size that WWE likes. He, you know, has the build that WWE likes. And, you know, and then he's going to surprise the audience that doesn't know him with his athleticism. That's what's gotten him, gotten him over this far. How about this? A lot of that athleticism is banned in other promotions that he will work at night. Imagine Triple H saying, okay, now open up your can of worms and do your thing right now. Imagine <laughs> wow. that. And that Jack is also in the tournament right? Oh, for wow. access. Yeah. There you go. Nice. John, who do you think is going to be in the crowd? He just let me into it. Dijak is a great decision. Uh, another person I would think uh, was Zack Sabre, possibly. Okay. Zach, I would imagine Zach's going to be pretty tough, though, because he just is, definitely seems to be locked down with New Japan, oh. being he just had his match there. I mean, I guess po- anything I guess is possible. They're usually on a year deal, okay. I think. So I think he's locked in there. So I don't think it's going to be Zach. Keith Lee definitely sounds like the front runner, especially I think the other big name possibly might be Walter. We've heard rumblings about him. But Keith Lee is much more of a name that's known in North America. So I can't imagine him having him on Walter out there and getting much of a reaction. That would be for the hard, hard, hardcore fans. Keith Lee, I think that's that's probably the guy. I think if not uh, the former North American champion, Dick Slater, along with the Dark Journey, uh, we will probably see uh, James Storm. I think James Storm has heard some things about him lately, and he's been in NXT before, and uh, I think he's been keeping in good shape, and I think we might see him come Storm's up this Saturday. Coming. Awesome. Do you think that any woman might be in the crowd also lurking? I, it's a tougher question. Yeah. I don't think so. How about one of your favorites who was also rumored to have joined NXT earlier? Uh, coming from I have a lot of favorites. Okay. <laughs> you do, actually. One of your favorites uh, coming from stardom, but also did not um, eventually make it the, the jump to WWE because of an injury. That narrows it down to a couple. I always get her name wrong. 
Ari Sarai. Oh, well, she, yeah, she was there, but she didn't she go back to Stardom? And she, she was signed, and then um, I was there was some undisclosed injury or something that may have came about, and um, they, ended, they ended up, you know, going back, but she's been pretty quiet over there. You think it's possibly the jump now? No, I don't, I don't think so. I thought she was going to say Chris Wolf because she uh, did say her goodbyes to Stardom oh. uh, recently this yeah. week. Um, not sure if that you know, transitions back to the U.S., that she's frequent in california and stuff she is you know american so it could she could be coming back home don't see why not uh what maru uh is his name is i've heard thrown around out there that she's saying her goodbyes and, and stardom so that'd be interesting i mean i don't know i'll, I'll say this that they have not really disclosed who from the may young classic will be participating on this access tournament they have definitely thrown that name around numerous times in the article so with that being said who do you guys think as a woman may be sitting in the crowd that's that's my thinking would be they have so many names in their back pocket from the may young classic that they have not used that i would think if they're going to bring in anybody it's going to be someone that we've already seen because okay. they, okay. they, I mean, they have, they have Tony Storm, Tessa Blanchard, um, Mercedes Martinez, yeah, 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 Rachel Ellery. I mean, they, they got so many girls that were in that tourney that we just never heard from again. Tessa is a very, very sexy name, considering that Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been signed, and you know they bring tandems all the time. That, 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 I mean, I mean keep, keep in mind, though, that would be a little bit of a sticky situation because they're not together anymore. <laughs> 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 that would be a whole little variation. there? But anyway, about the card, any particular thoughts on the actual in the card? I'm not gonna lie, I'm most amped for that ladder match. Anytime you get even two guys bring, let alone what six. Something like that. Yeah, five or six. Five or six. <laughs> I mean, for a brand new belt, I love seeing new belts. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be gorgeous. And, um, you know, the, the, the action those guys are going to bring to the ring, I mean, and every now and then with a lot of matches, you see, you see something a little bit awry, but I think we're, we're in for a real treat with that. I think the match has the most uh, potential potential after, after the match, the match because that the match is set up in the views. You obviously have a belt that will set a lot of paths. Uh, for oh, NXT, NXT, so that will be interesting. They have a, a stacked roster, a mid card title. They have a mid card title. You don't really count the UK Championship because Europe. But <laughs> it, it's, uh, it will be interesting to see not only who they, what happens after the conclusion of the match. Where do they go from here? And we, there's a lot of names that we know that they have: Leo Rush and Donovan Dijak that we really haven't seen. Not much as in this match, but still. After it's all over, the dust is settled. That is going to be the next thing, and that of course leads into Access Sunday morning, which is going to be another bond burner. You know, coming into WrestleMania. Is it 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. Central wow. Time. Mm. <laughs> Don't be drinking too much on Saturday night. Go back to the hotel and have a quick little rest after women that win that North American title because you're going to be defending it right away. What I like about that match is that everybody in it could conceivably win it. Yeah. There's, there's no one in that match who's going to be, nah, they don't got a chance. Anybody in there, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, Ricochet, EC3, they, Killian Dane, and then with the Lars Sullivan, who they're all in. So it is six. Any of them they could go with in that match. And I think it's whoever wins is going to be a career-defining moment. And uh, my pick, honestly, is Velveteen. You know, that guy's just been on the rise. I mean, he's coming out with more personality. But also, I mean, he's having killer matches. And 
Um, and then, you know, close to five star matches. I, I gotta go with Laura Sullivan now because he can win it because he needs to win it. I think Ricochet has his name, DC Green has his name, Velvet Train is established himself. So, like, Laura's kind of the odd man out, uh, where he kind of needs that, that, that help, that progression. And the belt will give him something to do. And and, and to, to add on to that, Kenny and Dan has already uh, sprinkled his uh, presence on the main roster, being in the Battle Royal last year. Um, so, you know, there's a presence for the people who's not accustomed to NXT that he has there. But I absolutely agree with you there with Laura Sullivan. And I think also, too, with there's been some speculation with him, like, like maybe not working this time. He just like to quickly ask him for whatever reason. And they didn't decide to alter the match, which means they must really be big on him being in this match. So um, there must be a reason for that. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I Personally, I think I could see a deal where Ricochet gets to make a huge debut, wins the belt, especially with it being a ladder match, gets to have a big, like, flashy performance, do a lot of crazy stuff, but he don't hold it long. Okay. Like, he loses it quick because he don't need it. But I could see them wanting to maximize his debut, and especially with it being a ladder match. Especially with it being a ladder match. I don't know. Just a feeling there. If he does win it, I don't see him keeping it long. Brandon, what do you think? I think a championship belt, particularly a brand new one, is going to look really nice with a three-piece suit, and that's why EC3 is going to win. Oh. Could you imagine the Velveteen wins and immediately after that makes their NXT Live Tour coming into the D.C. area with him Walking around DC with his new belt. April 19th. <laughs> we will be there. The guy, right? we'll be there. <laughs> so anyway, um, any other closing thoughts on uh NXT takeover in New Orleans? Shayna Baszler and uh Ember Moon. That's happening, right? Yes, yeah, I, I think Ember's been a better champion than she was a challenger. I think she's actually starting to solidify her skill level a little bit more and just be, yeah, and be somebody rather than just kind of this strange gimmick where you don't really know whether she's a vampire or a werewolf or a <laughs> woodland creature. It's Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Something. You're not really sure where she's coming from. I think she's coming from the mall. But uh, yeah, I'm Shayna topic. Yeah, exactly. Shayna Baszler, I'm absolutely frightened of. So uh, yeah, I think Shayna's actually going to eat her alive and take that title. Shayna Baszler is the best Baron Corbin in WWE. <laughs> she killed Baron Corbin in a heartbeat. Absolutely. <laughs> and, but I think she's the heel that WWE needs. Yeah. She's just um, she's the rabid Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to be interesting to see this you know, pre-established babyface go against this you know, dark mass of energy that is Shanna Baszler. So I think that's going to be something that could steal the show that night. Because everybody's expecting the ladder match to do well. Yeah. Everybody's expecting the main event and right. the, uh, the title and the fight with our honor. And nobody's calling it that. Right. Between Gargano and, and Ciampa. We know those things are going to kill. Right. But the jury may still be out on the women's match. So I, I think that they probably have the most approved, especially Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Emeril is already at that level. She took the, the uh, baton from Oscar and has ran pretty well with it, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, Shayna Baszler, or Shayna Corbin, is going to take over. <laughs> and I think uh, take it in, in a, the women's division in a different direction. Oh, um, we know WWE is pretty they, 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 again, but it's freaking in instance of the four horse woman of MMA versus the four horse woman of WWE. Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey gotta meet at some point. I her having a title during this T for a while, so 
you think that has an effect on future plans if she's able to beat Ember Moon here? I don't think so. I think uh, she'd stay and continue to season herself a little bit, get more comfortable behind the microphone. I think Rousey still has to get comfortable on the main roster. Uh, she's got a lot more uh, seasoning there to do as well yeah, really. before they kind of have a, a you know a character clash there. And Rousey's already been booked for WrestleMania 35, so right. You know, there, there's a year plan here with yeah. her, so. I would have so to agree there. Both are pretty trash on Mike. Well, no, Ronda, Ronda's getting a little bit of but those first few appearances have been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Shayna Baszler, I'm perfectly fine with her never seeing Mike right now. So I would agree that that they take the end of the year for the whole complete package of getting comfortable, know how to watch the crowd, and the angles and all of that stuff. So I look forward to that because, I mean, that was a pretty big moment seeing the poor horse woman in the uh, MMA and the crowd for the man classic and right. everyone standing up. But and also too you think about what's happening on the WWE side you still have the Bailey and Sasha match looming around. No they're in battle royal. Yeah. But you have a looming around I think there's no bigger moment to do it than at SummerSlam where their biggest match arguably in the WWE was in the NST takeover Brooklyn against Russell so this, this is the last year for SummerSlam and the takeover in Brooklyn as the contract is up with um, the Barclays Center. Why not put Dyson on the cape by letting the magic happen one more time? I think so. that's a, absolutely what they got planned in the long run. And another thing to keep in mind is like, I think, I think Shane is staying at NXT. I don't see her coming up right now because once we get past Mania, regardless of what they're saying, we know Ronda isn't going to be around all the time. She's not. She's got other stuff going on. She's got movies going on. She's She's not going to be there all the time. No matter how many times they might want to say she is, she's not. It's just not going to happen. She's got outside interests, and they want her to have outside interests because they want her going around all these things being like, hey, I'm doing WWE yeah, too. It's a, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. So she can say she's full-time. She's not full-time. It's not, that was never going to be the case. Yeah. She's not going to be traveling roads with the rest of them and have a road buddy with her. Yeah. <laughs> we might get one episode of Ride Along. <laughs> <laughs> This the John Cena deal, you know. You, yeah. you you're a big enough draw so that you are affiliated with WWE, but you know, other bigger things to do outside and just working, um, you know, the programming each and every week. Um, so let's get it. Talk about WrestleMania. Let's get right into it right now. Um, it's already started, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually waiting in line right now. Get in here. All right, I'm gonna start off with a couple of questions I got for you guys. So you guys ready? Let's do it. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Connect with us on all of our platforms, bgbgroup.tumblr.com, at bgbgroup on Twitter, and facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. All right, so WrestleMania, the big seven, rumored to be minimum seven-hour show that everyone is here in New Orleans for. Um, let's get down. Let's let's talk about the car. But before we start, uh, Mr. Ed Dow from the Gated Community has joined us. Um, he has granted <laughs> access within the Gated Community, which we're shooting exclusively 
um, in their uh, VPN network because no Wi-Fi is allowed here. Um, <laughs> we all had to get background checks. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I had to be escorted. All weapons were removed. Blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> right. Undisclosed area inside of an undisclosed area, surrounded by yet another undisclosed area. How are you doing today, my man? I'm doing well. I mean, first of all, a little bit of trivia for everybody. This is where I first got a call to go to a Nova Pro show. So as an, a, you know, a nostalgic thing for me, I would not know any of you unless I was in this room at that time. The Lord works in mysterious ways. And <laughs> of course, this is part of the collection. I want to give a big shout out to Hayes with the uh, 1% trifecta portrayed right here. And then Michael Kingston, we saw at Awesome Con, all the love the art you see here. He will be down there at WrestleMania at George and Ellis Spring Break with an exclusive print. Check that out. And then Mike Mars. We all know Mike Mars is the wrestler. Mike Mars is a phenomenal artist, and that is all along this side here. Uh, everything else we'll show you later on the private tour when we do MTV Cribs live at the Gaming Community. <laughs> this is where the <laughs> Of course, our uh, clearance will be uh, revoked by then, so we won't be here for that. So, um, <laughs> yes, rooms. Yes, we'll be catching yes, that on, 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 on YouTube or whatever or private server. The, oh, we'll start. <laughs> All right, so, so WrestleMania, again, I mean, let's get into it. First of all, I'll be down there. Um, unfortunately, well, I ain't going to say unfortunately, well, more or less fortunately, that it will be in the Mercedes Superdome. They're calling for rain all day Sunday. Considering that um, WrestleMania 34 is in the world, is in the Superdome, 35 goes back to the Life Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Where would you like to see WrestleMania 36? Las Vegas, Nevada. That's the obvious one that's coming. That, that would that be, be, be a beautiful venue. Yep. We would be rolling hard in there, guys. We would take the corporate jet, and everyone from Nova Pro will have a great time. Make that happen. <laughs> Triple H, make that happen. Plenty of time to plan. It's obvious that one's going to happen because okay. the infrastructure is already there. The hotels are there. And, heck, when they did nine, they had to run it in the Caesars Palace parking lot. Yeah. They are going to be in yeah. that stadium. If it's not next year, 37, 38, within the next two to three years, it will be in Vegas. I have no doubt. That means that half of us will go married and come back to divorce. <laughs> so that's just the WrestleMania we all need to have. And the other half will go single <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, where, where do you think many is going to be uh, after? Oh, gee, I don't know. They seem to have been hedging Philadelphia for a long time, but it's too close to New York to do it back to back. I think they yeah. might back go out west again, like Arizona, like uh, Glendale or wherever they were. Where are you up? I'm with him on Vegas. Brand spanking new stadium and everything's there ready to go. It, it, it embraces the 1%. Ed's on the right track on that one. I think it's going to be, as soon as they get that stadium built in Vegas, they're going to be there. Now, this is not a big market, but does have a brand new stadium. I, I heard rumors of Minnesota at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's a gorgeous stadium. I would love to see it there. Since you said uh, Minnesota, and I'll be able to be there this Thursday because it's going to come now. I want to see Toronto. Uh, I love the Air Canada Center. Uh, it's and the uh, Sky Dome. It's a great stadium. Uh, hell of a wrestling crowd. And a lot of people are going to come down from Montreal. A lot of people come down from Ottawa, Buffalo. Big wrestling community in Western New York and Southern Ontario. So it's, it is it is in the dome. You know, the weather kind of sucks at this time of year. Up there, it will be cold. It will be snowy. But I'd love to see Toronto. If not Toronto, Mexico City. They have a 60,000 seat uh, soccer stadium. Uh, it's a beautiful, hideously diverse city. Um, it's you know, bigger than New York. Crisis is the size of New York. 
And they have a 20,000-seat arena that they just built within the last five years. So Mexico City would be nice, and they always sell out when they get on there. So. Yeah, you mentioned Toronto. I think they'd get a chance to, once again to bring back Stephen Animal, you know, from Arrow. You know, he loves <laughs> wrestling, so you know, <laughs> definitely have to make some sort of cameo there. Well, they have Bobby Roode, so. And you're talking about the Mexican market. I mean, WWE has been rumored to be recruiting very hard down there currently, so um, that that can definitely be on the radar. And also, the UK has also been um, thrown around there for uh, possibilities. Um, London would be great, but logistically, I don't see how it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so East Rutherford, so this will be the second time it'll be in New, New Jersey, as they claim as the New Jersey, New York area. You talk about The second standard. time it'll be in my life, because they were in Atlantic City before. Right, right, right. So, no, two times at um, MetLife. At MetLife. Um, two times in Canada already. So the question is for you guys, a little trivia. Two times in AC. What location has hosted the most WrestleManias? Flint, Michigan. MSG. MSG. Yeah, yeah, MSG. MSG had it three times. Yeah. All right. Do you know the three? One, ten, and twenty. Yeah. My man. <laughs> <laughs> They were keeping up that trend where it was like they went on the 10, but then it's like about 10 and the 30. It's like, I don't know, we're in stadium sale. <laughs> Who in the right to guess the second mystery peep first? Oh, the second mystery peep. We're not even at the Battle Royals yet, and these peeps are causing some trouble. These do not have a lot of flavor. They're kind of. Would you buy them at? These are Walmart exclusive. So they have them for the holidays. All I can think is possibly some kind of lemon flavor. Possibly. Something like that. I mean, there's there's not a lot to them. I second that. Yeah, you were the first one that said it too. But uh, lemon meringue is what I'm thinking specifically. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Nothing Swiss Easter like lemon meringue. Exactly. <laughs> of course, we're tapped out on the beef. You can't do it. That's uh, that's I don't it. Even like it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll handle we'll handle the peeps so they're one of the last ones as we get down to number three in the peeps battle <laughs> royal. <laughs> So, okay, I emphasize this well over and over, and that's only because the more and more I think about it, the more and more I keep saying, how in the world am I going to prepare for this, right? <laughs> WrestleMania will be seven hours, which is a rumor to be at least seven hours, which is literally a third of the day, if you think about that, right? Um, I talked about it a little bit earlier. We got uh, Mr. Dallin here right now. How do you guys plan to spend your one-third of your day in front of your television? No bathroom breaks. My wife, my wife will yell at me half the time. We <laughs> <laughs> really, really have a lot of money. I think the whole group right now uh, may, may have the Nova contingent here. Um, so we, we may have we may have the ruckus party. I'm not I'm not too biting on the food. You guys bring your own beef. Open up the wine cellar. You get drunk, and this may be the only WrestleMania where I want to watch everything. I don't want to miss anything. Mm -hmm. That's the first time in a long time that this this card is a loaded card. Absolutely. So I mean, I I'm not gonna complain. It's like I may have to be sober for it. <laughs> so take away. take a bathroom break during Undertaker's entrance. I, I will pee in a can and throw it. I have to, <laughs> I have to clean it up. Taco, fellas. I think that's the biggest thing to be said is how yeah. loaded that darn card is. This is the most stacked WrestleMania lineup in years that I can think of. Got a, got a couple of questions. First of all, another trivia question for you guys. <laughs> this is rumored to be the longest WrestleMania, considering that WrestleMania um, 33 was about six and a half hours. This is already being rumored to be seven. Mm -hmm. You guys have any clue which was the shortest WrestleMania? Oh, gosh. First and second. WrestleMania 
11, I was Yeah, thinking. 11 or 12, I'm thinking in there. I'm trying to think. The man. dark years. In the recent years. The you're, dark years. You're going back to closed caption TV with me, so I like to think I remember two being really, really short on time. But it was, multi- so. it was multiple venues. Yeah. yeah. Multiple venues, but inside the theater, I remember I was in and out within three hours. I so want to say 12. 12, yeah. 12 could 12 feels like two and a half hours away. One and 11. I'm going to go with two, two, and a two or 11. I'm going to just go for, say 14 just to be different. Brandon has them both. Oh. Wow. <laughs> WrestleMania 1 was two hours and 16 minutes. Oh, WrestleMania so 11 was two hours and 25 minutes. So Everything else that you guys have named has been roughly around two hours and 40 minutes. Besides um, two, I think it was the door was around like three hours. So those cards going to have about four matches or something? <laughs> yeah. so, oh, that? Nice. No. Now, as a hot take, now you 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 brought up that this was going to be this the, the most this is the most stacked WrestleMania all time. Me calling this actually potentially going to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time. You guys agree? It's seventeen the the bar for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. for for a stacked card overall, seventeen is pretty darn hard to beat, and that's the mark I think it needs to pass. And I would definitely say it's it's got the potential to do it if they use what they've booked in the right ways. They they're saying they got all the time in the world, so it shouldn't be a problem. So <laughs> you got seven hours, you don't have these like three minute roll up matches. Yeah, not raw. I think as a WrestleMania weekend, this may be the most stacked weekend as a whole that we've no, ever, yeah. ever seen. As the show goes, if it's booked right, we 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 get our, our wishes. Then maybe I'll be happy with it. Seventeen's got a seventeen's a hard thing to press for me. I that had everything you wanted, and I still remember that vividly. And you have the talent to do it, so yeah, I'd roll my dice. I'd put a three to one shot on. And that's before Undertaker even had like the streak. So um, it was just kind of just that, that's the only thing I'm not looking forward to is Taker Cena. That is no. the only card I'm not looking forward to. Yep. I mean, you're due with this, this many matches, this long a yeah. show. You're due for something that's going to disappoint you. And I'm, I'm kind of curious what we're missing right now as we film because. Does he answer that call tonight? That's the only last. He's going to keep leaving Cena, right? <laughs> Does he show up? Does he walk out? Cena just stands out there awkwardly. I've been saying they should just turn off the WrestleMania light up there on the sign. <laughs> but yeah, let's just turn it off. Get out of here. As soon as Cena shows up on an independent show, because he can't find anyone. <laughs> so we're going to start things off with the fabulous Moolah battle. Oh, I'm sorry. The WrestleMania Women's Battle Royale. <laughs> And so far, they've got announced Sasha, Naomi, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Natalia, and the Riot Squad. Um, there's not too much analysis to do with the Battle Royal. So, what do you guys make of this so far? Uh, Ed, we'll start with you. I'm going to give a small shout out to Becky Lynch. She's got to give her something. She's wasted on SmackDown. I feel bad for her. I think if you win her, you can elevate. If she wins, you can elevate her to maybe if if you do a new draft or do something. She needs it more than anyone else. I don't think anyone else in that battle royal needs it more than Becky Lynch right now. I think we need to get the fire tights off her because those are like I, I thought <laughs> Seth had the fire thing. I don't down want to get into clothes with her, but <laughs> what are you bring? Uh well that's a mystery. Just like these peeps right here. <laughs> a, a snack society diversion. Segway city. <laughs> the third peep. And all the girls that have any weight are not in this thing. Tamina's hurt. Naya's in the women's title match. Uh, so it leaves me scratching my head, but I think the one I want right. to win is Mrs. Aldis because she's my favorite wrestler in, in the world right now, Mickey James. 
Hey, I got to go and follow Ed's uh, judgment once again. I was already thinking the same thing. Becky needs something bad. And between winning the Battle Royal and then possibly getting a draft move afterwards, she, she needs a change of scenery and she needs a match lit under her. I would she, She's probably the most criminally underused person on that roster. And they're just doing nothing with it. And this could be the start of doing something with her. I can't really see anyone else to do anything with that thing. So I give it to Becky. Please give it to Becky. These taste like grape. Actually, I don't know. Mine tastes like sand. Definitely <laughs> fruity. It's, uh, it's sour. It's bursting with darn flavor. I like it better than the lemon, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm going to have to go with the overwhelming favorite, Liv Morgan. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to be uh, you know, copying people, but I do feel Becky Lynch is, is a solid pick right there. And um, out of all the women on both rosters, I think she's the one who's been uh, not used as much as she, she should. And um, you know, she hasn't had a really solid program in a while. Obviously, she has the look to her. She's got that. I, I like the steampunk thing she has going on. Once again, give her the flames. But um, you give her this, and that's a little, a little boost and a little feather in her cap. And I, I would love to see her uh, get this win here. I think uh, Bailey is going to win it because they need something to push her in a, in a direction. And I think that the storyline is probably going to be the setup for Bailey versus Sasha at SummerSlam. And I think that, you know, that. This is pretty much how it happens. One eliminates the other, or, or something, like whatever, whatever to that effect. But I think Bailey uh, definitely needs, you know, a, a boost right now in the same way that Becky Lynch does. I don't know. I'm stumped here. I really. <laughs> First of all, I'm just saying good luck because a lot of people probably won't even make it to the arena as this is uh, coming on because this will definitely be on a pre-show. Um, the only thing I really truly care about this battle royal is that hopefully they um, unveil um, a, a, a trophy and an appropriate trophy to dedicate this match to. But other than that, I mean, this is going to be a toss-up. They're going to just pull uh, uh, whoever got the, the shortest straw probably wins this one. But. The fallopian cup doesn't do it for you? Actually, more like a G-string. The only person who wins this match is E, because this will be on the episode of Toast Divas by the end of the year. There's always that possibility. You can always see some fellas show up. They got their TV show. That's true. They don't even have, a, they don't even have um, the number of people who's going to be in. I mean, you can think 30, but they can't fill 30. So this is going to be 20, 15, something. 15 20, yeah. Yeah, good luck um, to whoever was able to even view this in the first place. But hopefully they just know the trophy for the person who deserved it. And the person who deserves to be this should be China. So this should be the China Women's Battle Royal by the end of the day. That's the only thing that matters to uh, We do have the guys' Battle Royal coming up probably after this. I would guess the Andre the Giant. Uh, memorial. Uh, you think they do both on, on the same? Yeah. Sure, why not? They're both. They're both throwaways. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we know who's won the previous year. That's only because the WWE Network shoves it down our throat every time. But you really thought about that? Like, who who won it last year? Oh, Mojo Riley. What is he doing this year? <laughs> back in the Battle Royal again. So you know, it's just like the Hungry Games one and two. He's good. You win it and you're right back in it. He has evolved his character, and uh, he's more interesting than he was a year ago. Has he? I feel like he's exactly the same. Mine is Zack Ryder. No, he's, he's uh, a heel. So, I mean, he's I think he's more interesting, more dynamic. I saw him live at SmackDown Live back in D.C. a few months ago, and he's just got a different energy to him, and I love his new entrance music. So maybe I'm just a, a mark, but uh, I enjoy it. I'll pass. He's, it's just like Maryland being in the Pac-12. makes no sense to me. Um, <laughs> or Big 12, sorry. This makes no sense to me. Um, I, I think that um, with this tournament, 
I think this is the the the, the thing to look for here is who makes their NST call up or debut in it. I mean, again, we talked about Killian Dane earlier making his impact here. He had a good showing and um sort of say established himself as being able to compete with some of the boys. So um, I guess I'll just throw this back to you instead of who's winning here. Who do you guys think needs a showing here on the main roster? Austin. <laughs> both. Yes. Both of them. Both. Okay. Absolutely. They've been in NST for about two years. They I won so. the Dusty Rose uh classic already. Yeah. So there's no point of them winning it twice. They they they've shown tremendous strides uh, and progression going forward. You know, they kind of went from a middling tag team to winning the Dusty Rose tag team classic, having some great matches. Like when we thought the the revival left NXT, it was kind of more of a well, what's left of the tag team division? And Austin's opinion and sanity for that, you know, that note is actually coming in and fill that void very nicely. That said, I think Austin's opinion would be a nice surprise. Um, or Razor, who are, you know, wins it, I don't think either one of them have a chance of winning it. But if they can go through and have a good showing, that would be a good tease uh, for the mainstream WWE crowd uh, going forward. Imagine looking at the eyes of the revival. One time, one time in the ring, ring. <laughs> considering, considering, considering all, all the magic that they, they put, put together in every takeover, takeover. That, that, that could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just some new blood injected into the situation. That's right, Charlotte. What you got? Um, I'm gonna say Velveteen. Okay, I'm okay. Really fun to see in there, and I think they want to test out. Okay, better reaction can you get uh, in a huge audience. Okay. So, well, it depends on how many. If this is in the pre-show, obviously it's not gonna be the biggest audience. <laughs> but I have a feeling that the men's one will be on the main show. Okay. What you got? You gave me a heck of an idea just now when you brought up uh, Arthur's pain coming in there. Now I'm not saying them though. You could do. I'll also do this idea with them. A little bit of fantasy booking here. You debut Sanity in mass as a unit. They come out, they win the Battle Royal, they clear everybody out. And once you get down to them as a unit, they just stop the match. They refuse to throw each other out. They don't play by the rules. Okay. And the three of them are just, that's it, the match is done. We won the Battle Royal. And they just, they walk out. Okay. What you got, Brandon? Well, uh, internet fans, I know you all love. Oh God, I know this is love, going. Love Chris Hero. You think he's <laughs> going to be the bomb in WWE? Why haven't they called him up? I got news for you. He's never getting called up. But, <laughs> but Cassius Ono might get a shot in the Battle Royal <laughs> just to give him his WrestleMania moment. Pat him on the butt. Give him a cigar. Send him out the door. <laughs> Mister Dow. I think Alistair Black takes out my boy, and then, and then Mr. Almas shows up and wins this battle royal. And that's, cool. the, that's how you walk into WrestleMania and steal a moment. I think that's what happens. And I'm a betting man. I bet on wrestling. I bet from the ring. So that's what I'm betting on. <laughs> Here's one Twitter poll prediction. Hulk Hogan makes his return. <laughs> Brother, this co- this closing side with the HBO special Giant. Go drunk. <laughs> you, you have been saying that. I mean, I, I get what you're getting at, but it's like, no. <laughs> but my bold prediction is Bobby Lashley. Oh, 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 yes. yes. The master. He doesn't win, win it, but he makes a good out and stabs himself as a return. He brings us to it because people arguably don't care about this much. 
And, and um, um, I think uh, it'll be interesting, interesting to see who he's one on one with at the end. Who's in years, man? You don't see these years over the years. They can roll to like me, like nothing. He's the president's favorite wrestler, so why not? Bobby Lindsay. That's all right. <laughs> so we, we, we talked about the pre-show. I'm, I'm assuming three matches is going to be there. Now, if I was a betting man, which I just really hope I'm terribly wrong here, mm-hmm. somehow, some way that the SmackDown Tag Team Championship is going to be on a pre-show, considering yeah. that the Usos are the pre-show king. They were not on WrestleMania last year, but every other WrestleMania that they were on, they have always been on the pre-show. They'll be going up against the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers for the uh, again for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I have to just ask you guys now: Is this the year finally that they step away from the pre-show? I absolutely think it is because they've made a point of harping on that point that they have not been on WrestleMania, and New Day wasn't on there last year either because they had to host the show. Yep. So I think absolutely that match makes the main card, and after the year the Usos have had. Locking down the penitentiary, they absolutely deserve it. They were the champions last year going into. Um, I think they were the champions. Maybe they, I think they became the champions the week before WrestleMania. Ended up mm-hmm. being scratched on the cards. So, I mean, got to be heartbreaking. If WWE was to put them on the pre-show, I can't even imagine the real anger that they would be coming. <laughs> but I do have to agree. They have made it a point to say that. These guys, I mean, that's been part of their booking, part of their uh, freestyle that they've been having in the segments. Um, I think this is finally the year that they get over on it. But we're talking about this match. How, how would you book it? The New Day and the Usos have ton of history, plenty of matches this year, um, this physical wrestling year against each other. You have the Blonder Brothers finally being able to um, assert themselves to the picture and assert their dominance over the two of them over the last couple of weeks. How would you book it? Well, I'm thinking that the way WWE is going to book it is they're going to um, try to get the Bludgeon Brothers over. I could see them uh, putting the belts on them just because they need it out of all three teams. But if it were up to me, I'd have the Usos retain. I just feel that they deserve it, their WrestleMania moment, and uh, that'd be pretty. I mean, the New Day, they've had plenty of tag team title reigns. They've had plenty of moments so far. Uh, I think the Usos uh, should retain here. I don't think WWE has faith in the Bludgeon Brothers outside of just being a uh, meat sacks for filler. Um, <laughs> I also don't think they uh, they need the Usos all on the pre-show. They need to give people a reason to watch. Um, the Battle Royal really doesn't mean anything for either the men or the women. And you do need an actual legitimate match that will get people excited for the main card as it will be a title match. So you're not going to put a big title on, on the uh, a big singles title on the pre-show. You already have the more popular brand, Raw, uh, being on WrestleMania itself. So, unfortunately, that's the job they got to do. And they got to sell to you. Well, they got to get there on YouTube, get there early, and, and sell some uh, some network subscriptions. And as far as booking the match, I think that they should retain for that reason because they are uh, dedicated to the, the pre-show. But I think they, that's where they need to be right now, not necessarily where they have to be. Okay. Fellas, anyone else add to that? Uh, Usos should win, New Day will. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think the Usos get the win, but they drop the belts very shortly thereafter to the Bludgeon Brothers on a regular old episode of SmackDown. You, you mean right. as close as, as Tuesday possible? Absolutely. I can see that. I can see that. Is that? Is the 1% bathroom break. I have 
no interest in that match whatsoever. <laughs> really? If the New Day were to break up, would be the highlight of my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> I feels like, like it. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, there's another match that, uh, you know, people you know, we might, we might be in the pre-show, but I would prefer to be in the main card. Um, I'm sure I'll say that about a lot of matches. Uh, but I think Cedric uh, Alexander versus Scott Hall is a cruiserweight championship. You know, we all know what happened to um, Enzo Mori and why the title is. had to have a tournament for it. Um, this will be a shining um, moment for the guy who wins. Guys, so, uh, what do you guys think about that match? First of all, I have to say, I don't even know who that Enzo Amore guy is. I know Chris Benoit before I know uh, Enzo Amore. Just, just straight up. That'll be edited later. Um, but, uh, yeah, like a, one of those censors from like Charlie Brown or something. I will say this. Last year, underratedly, one of the best matches on WrestleMania was Austin Aries versus Neville. Cannot believe either one of them are in, are not in WWE right now. It was a pure testament to what the cruiserweights can do and what we have seen them do them to do all over the world. Again, now you have two other guys who've been traveling all over the world to get to this point. So Alexander, um, a, a, a friend to ours, um, against Mustafa Ali. For them to be anywhere on this show is is this magical. I don't care. And like he said, he doesn't care if he's on a pre-show, he doesn't on a main show. Expect to see. High quality match of the night material from these two. So, if you talk about sales, they're going to see something else out of these two they've never seen before. My prediction for this match is not who wins, but a Cedric Hill turn is prominent right after this. Cedric is at his peers as a heel, and, this, and, I, and I think that it's going to bring attention to the division. They don't even have any true heels like RR Davari. I guess he's a heel, but. Really? Is he? I mean, he's not even doing anything, but Cedric as a heel, even as the champion, could also make us quickly forget that Neville was even in the division. So that's my hot take prediction and all for that match. I would love to see him versus Neville at some point in the future. He's, he's still been quietly negotiating. He's <laughs> still working there. He's still yeah, on the contract. So, uh, we'll see. Well, I think Cedric's going to take it. Obviously, uh, he's really the, the prominent character of the two. They're working on Mustafa Ali quite a bit. I was just talking to y'all about that a little while ago. As a matter of fact, they've done pretty well with him, but I don't think he's caught on with the fans quite enough yet to really make him a champ. And I think that they need somebody to really carry that brand, and Cedric's the guy that can do it. I, I like to add to that, too, that I feel like WWE has been taking, or maybe it's his, his own, um, you know, uh, motives. He's been taking very uncharacteristic promo sort of say humanizing his character to relate with everybody i mean if you if you haven't stepped over to his twitter check out the videos that he's been doing with all different promotions about um being able to uh break the barrier in the mode of wwe as he feels like someone you you might actually know because he's you know that seems to be more of his take than to actually win in this match but to say like i don't have to be a heel because of my nationality mm -hmm. so that automatically tells me that if you're thinking about a title match, there has to be a heel and there has to be a face, which is why the Cedric Hill thing just seems to be the move and him chasing just seems to be the whole, the long-term future for um, 205 Live right now. Well, the, the biggest difference between the Cruiserweight division this time last year is the fact they're actually trying with it. Yeah. Um, last time, I mean, yeah, they had Neville, but they weren't really putting in a concerted effort, um, you know, and, and they had, they had put it once Enzo, I guess, became, you know, pretty strong heel. Um, so now it just, it's nice to see it's going to get its own spotlight for once. No, I, I do think that it, there is a point of contention here. 
is this, I think this is not a pre-show match, and I actually think it goes pretty deep down in the car, because I think that WWE still doesn't believe in Cruiserweights, and they're going to use this as, as filler, and it's going to steal the show. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those things that they like to put in if they were a Raw, maybe like in the 8.30, you know, the 845 hour, where people are trying to, uh, are invested in the show, but need a little bit of a reprieve. And I, I definitely think that WWE wants that like 205 Live and, and the progression that it's become is great. I don't think that WWE still believes in it enough to give it a its own actual brand touring and stuff like that, its own actual show instead of piggybacking it off of another main show. I still think that the jury's still out on whether WWE considers 205 Live as the best as far as who will win. I think Cedric Alexander should win. Um, not because Mustafa Ali isn't great, and he is. I just think that Cedric resonates with the crowd more because America. But <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I mean Mustafa's from like Chicago. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that when they, if you had to look at a champion, you wouldn't want to look at Cedric Alexander. I think that he is the pretty obvious choice. And then of course, you know, all the hill changes that hill turns that could come afterwards, and we still have Neville as the elephant of the room. Uh, who you know could come back as pretty serious heel. So I th- there's, there's a lot, a lot of balls in play that then the media can you know move move around and, and stuff. They're in a good place to be able to I think you kind of nailed on what what's going to happen there. I think that match. I'm not going to break it down too much more. So I think you guys have really covered all the finer points of what could happen. I think the main thing is that match is going to be made broken. Where it is on the card, because I think you put it early, it could do it could do all right. I think you put it later though. There's a very good chance a lot of people are gonna be like, "All right, uh, Undertaker's coming up next. Time for me to go to the bathroom." And so I could see, I have a feeling those guys could be out there trying to tear the house down. And there's gonna be a lot of people in that building. They're just gonna be like, "Time to go get a snack. Time to you know, depending where it is on the card. That's I think my biggest concern. They could go. I would say Cedric for all the reasons you guys are saying. I think my big concern though is how the how the crowd in that building is gonna receive it, depending on where they place it during the night. Any other marks for the match? Uh, Cedric Alexander versus Neville. I think we've covered it all. I got I gotta I gotta answer some point here. Last year the hard had the biggest pop. Considering what you already know about um the card. If, if Neville returned, return, could, could he receive the biggest pop of the night? No, 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 no not a chance. No, no, no. Not a chance? No. There'll be a ton of, who's that? Popcorn fart. Really? Yeah. In a building that big, that that many people, there's going to be a ton of Wrestling people. Who's, if Neville yeah. music drop, you think it's going to get a reaction of, who's that? Consider Neville did carry the for the whole year. It'll get a reaction, but it won't get any large reaction. No. Yeah. It's not going to get, like, with the stuff that's happening on that show. I mean, but the Hardys resonate with, you know, the attitude era guy. Right. Most yeah, of right. the time, not the new generation and not the whole aggression era with Cena. Hardys were coming in off the broken universe. Exactly. So the new school people on. knew them from that. Okay, and then you had the point. older fans who knew them from the attitude fair point, era. Fair point, fair point. Neville's just falling off the face of the planet. That's the So point. that's the, the demand that WWE forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we do have Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun Strowman and a partner to be named for the DVD is a great wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite on the independent scene. Bacon's better, but we're not going to go there. Great champion of all time. Absolutely. 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 
he's actually the cruiserweight champion right now. So <laughs> sad that he's going to drop the belt. The twelve time grand champion. champion. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first here. Um, so we do have this match. I don't think we really care about who wins this one. I think there's two things to be talked about here. Braun Strowman is he in the right situation, and who's going to be his partner? The right situation? No, Braun Strowman should be the championship because he deserves it. Uh, who's going to be his partner? Cares. They can put him up with the Kodiak Bear and 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 you know have him wrestle that way. It doesn't matter. Uh, people want to see Braun Strowman uh, do big man moves, uh, eat you know lifting weights and eating steaks, and that's what he that's what he does. <laughs> I don't think that anybody expects anything out of this match. Um, hell, I think Braun should go in himself and just be like a one man wrecking crew. However, as far as you know, should he? No, it should be Braun versus Brock Lesnar every single time. Right on. No, I think his partner, I'm thinking, uh, we'll get a pop-up. A lot of people are saying this is Elias. All of a sudden, he's standing in the ring, and all of a sudden, you hear the, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Elias Sampson, and then all of a sudden, Elias, and then they, they, they get the spotlight on him. Well, it has no purpose right now on WrestleMania, uh, so it would be interesting. I think people call, I think I've heard people wanting to call them Simpson Destruction. Mr. Dow, we'll jump down to you real quick. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I think Alexa loses to, to Nia, and Team Little Big takes the belts. That is what I, I'm a betting man in that. I'm telling you right now, that's what happens. Is like that'd be the biggest pop of the night if, if you had that because that's just magical watching them together on TV. I even I love it. It just doesn't make sense, but it's cute and ugly at the same time. And I just think he goes in and does work, and she has a belt. You have a good story to tell, and that, that's my pick. That's the partner. That's and she the makes history. She make, I think that is the <laughs> moment that a lot of people want to see, and I think it could be done well. I, I that's what my that's my horse in the race. And I like the fact that he's a giant man with like this yeah. schoolboy crush on her. Yeah, it's, it's, but I think those elements that's the only thing people really care about in this whole Facebook live thing. No one watches no one watches News Flash man. Snack Snack Boy. Uh well let's see here. We're still talking about the tag title match, right? So I think the bronze gonna win no matter who his partner is. I was thinking, even though I already used him as my answer for the NXT thing, that I might go with James Storm. Let's play with his last, last name a little bit. James Strowman or something. Exactly. You know, so maybe they could team him Bobby too, but you know, uh, your money ain't all over again. But yeah, uh, I think Braun's gonna win with whoever he's with, like really, other than James Storm. Obvious answer, Mysterio and Invisible Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really care. I like Cesaro, Sheamus, but this is going to be Braun for some reason. Yeah, it's the Braun destruction show. It's the Braun fucking demolition derby. That's what it's going to be. Yes. Yeah. So, well, the second question is, what spot they do? Uh, you know, what are they, they going to have do with? Uh, I guess Cesaro, Sheamus. What's he put them through? <laughs> he's got to tip over the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to lift the whole arm super demo. He's got to lift the ring. Samoa Joe, anybody? Oh, oh that's, a, that's a good one. Is he, is he healed? Suppose, yes. Well, so he's, oh, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. I could see saving him for Raw. You got to save some stuff for Raw. Okay. And especially. If everything goes like we try, I think most people figure it's gonna go. You, you set up a battle of Samoan Joe the next night. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
Brought up, brought up a lesson player. She'll be facing uh, yeah, the play um, for the Raw. Uh, 15 minutes of the fourth for every Raw. They'll be competing for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, here's uh, some fun facts uh, brought to you by the WWE.com uh, for this. Now, Lesson Bliss does bring the title to WrestleMania. Granted, if anything happens from Raw, um, she will um, join Victoria and Travis as their third character to defend, defend the women's title at consecutive WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Talked about history um, before, earlier about her being able to be, I guess that would be the, would that be the first intergender tag team? No, no, no. There's been someone else intergender tag team. I don't think there's been a female tag team. Jericho and YTJ had the IT belt. Yeah, yeah, China. China. Yeah, that's what yeah. Right, right, right. 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 But Bliss is also Bliss also will be the first uh, superstar to defend the SmackDown and the Raw Championship at WrestleMania as well. Too. And she's the shortest uh, member on, the, on both rosters. Is she? Yeah. Zelina might never be. All right. Yeah. So Bliss has, Bliss has a lot of opportunity to make history or interest in storylines there, but she faces Nia Jax, Nia Jax, who pretty much has just been. I don't know, misuse, maybe bad booking. Uh, we had the little body shaming uh, segment that go on. She kind of endorsed it, said it was great. So um, they're, they're, they're good friends. I guess it's a, a bit of uh, them being comfortable with each other on that. But um, that match is happening. Not sure if I'm interested pretty much, but um, you guys care? Um, yeah, that. I mean, I like Miss Biscuit, but beyond that. <laughs> That, it's a match. That, that match is the total divas match of the show. You're right about that. There, and I'm sure Nia's going to go over and they're going to have a big moment, like an <sighs> empowering moment for her yeah. going over at Mania, and the E cameras will be rolling. That's right. Um, should we plug E here or no? Do <laughs> we get paid for E? I don't know if we get paid for E. Do anybody watch Total Divas? I don't know. We talk about the E, but not the E. I haven't watched since AJ Benzel went off that channel. So <laughs> put Eva Marie back on E, or we don't care. Point blank. Oh, yeah, it was good times. <laughs> um, United States Championship matches available for him. He got uh, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jenna Mahal, Rusev. I got Rusev there for the win here. Um, Glad they got to say they got something to do. Anybody else got any thoughts on this? Why is this match on the pre-show? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been my guess. I don't know. We don't I don't know what the pre-show is yet. So, so the silver line here is is way over. I mean he should win. If he doesn't, then what are they doing with the three of those? Yeah, exactly. That's how it should be. Only thing I care about in this match is Rusev needs to enter the ring on a tank again. That's right. All right. That is all I care about. I think Jinder Mahal has an interesting um interest here. Good to see how his year came about from not being no one to being on WrestleMania. So yeah. um, and if this match actually does make it on the main card, um, uh, because I think it is pre-show material, Bruce um Jinder Mahal had a hell of a year. I tell you why it's not gonna be on the pre-show. One reason at all, and that is Randall Orton. Okay. Yeah, Randy Orton is not going on no preach. No, I'm just tired of the whole like a foreign heel wins the U.S. title and says you know it's like Rusev at this point is That's beyond true. being the foreign heel. That's sure. But Jinder relies on it. Or at sure. least they, they they make him rely on it. So I'm kind of over that. I really just hope they don't do that. Yeah, there's a bet on Twitter with uh, Mr. Mike King and someone with this show being on the pre-show. So uh, we'll see who actually will be and, paying up after that. And Bobby Roode doesn't need the belt anymore because like, he just hasn't done nothing. Else. I wonder if he has a glorious interest for this one. And then we have the Intercontinental Championship with the Miz as the champion. Um, Seth Rollins versus Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Now, I will say this. Part of the booking I had here, depending on when Maurice is going to uh, have their first child, right. um, they did have it. Congratulations. Sometimes about last week. Um, I think that changed the booking. 
because I think you think about maternity leave, so mm -hmm. to say, and um, how much time you want to spend with the kid. He's already had the child, so he would have spent maybe two weeks ago, uh, two weeks to WrestleMania um, to spend with Maurice and the child. I'm sure she's endorsing the fact she knows the implications of him having a title and what it means to him and stuff like that, and him having one of the best IC championship runs of all time. Um, I just wanted to say that originally I thought that this is an opportunity for Seth Rollins to win to recapture the magic he captured over the uh, previous years outside of injury. I think the, the Miz keeps it here. Hmm. I'd like the Miz to keep it, but I, I think they'll put on Finn. I think Balor needs something to do. Yeah, I think Balor gets it. Miz doesn't need it because if anything, I, I would think I think he's going to go off the road. And he'll be home because they got to do his own reality show. But then but it is hopefully, getting their own show. And hopefully free him up for a world championship at some point. Okay. Yeah. This whole thing just stinks of random match generator because Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean they can put on a great match. It's just it yeah. doesn't have a lot behind it. There's nothing to it. It's like who cares? Why are these people fighting? I mean, anybody who wants to fight Minnie Short because he's a jerk and he's a heel, but yeah. you know, why is there beef between Finn and Seth? And they even did like the same segment twice in yeah. a row because they were like Well, I don't think they got the point last week. Let's do this again. They love to do that. They don't point do point A to point B, they do point A to Exactly. I think Finn will win, and maybe he'll bring some of that working class Intercontinental title back to the championship. And I don't know, maybe it'll make the Balor Club or whatever they're called even more prestigious. Gosh, I hate that logo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Mr. Dow? I love the Miz. It's the only reason I tune into Raw. And, there you know, go. But you got to go be a dad, is the reason why he's written off. And, and Finn Balor's ratings, that's the only time my wife will actually watch it, is when he's on. So they say hey, she stumbles home in the mood for love. So if, if, if it doesn't, you may have a whole entire another batch of Miz kids running around. So, yeah, so I mean, I, I do agree with Brandon here. This definitely feels like a random generator. I just bought 2K18, and you just want to see, oh, I want to see how cool Finn Balor interest is. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, two other people hit square twice and Miz <laughs> and seven hours and there you go. So, um, but actually, I think, uh, you know, I think the Miz – to win, that's that's where my mind and heart tells me. But if I had to go against that, be Seth Rollins as the top baby face has been rumored against a heel Finn Balor in the club eventually moving forward. Uh, for storyline, I mean, they 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 want to tap into that eventually. Uh, we'll be talking about some rekindled New Japan action down the line, but I mean, I, I think WWE is definitely paying attention to magic that happened in other places and really want to put that forward going into this year. So we'll see. And up next, we're going to have a tag team match. Uh, Daniel Bryan making his return to the ring. And uh, Shane McMahon taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win, they get reinstated to SmackDown. But if they lose, they have to, I guess, stay fired. Um, so what do you guys think about this matchup and Daniel Bryan's return, which is what it's all about, pretty much? I mean, last year, WrestleMania, or no, three years ago, I'm sorry, see, time flies. <laughs> when, when they had the uh, Intercontinental title ladder match, and I saw the headbutts on the top with... Ziggler and Brian. Brian, I was like, this is crazy. And they can't keep doing that. And lo and behold, he's gone a couple days later. So, you know, I that's the first thing. I don't want to see him going up there doing that type of stuff anymore. He needs to take that flying headbutt out of his out of his arsenal, all that stuff, and just kind of you know do a more map-based thing. Uh, who knows? Shane's the wild card because he's got you know eight hernias and <laughs> diverticulitis and malaria. And... Did you hear him when he sold that like power bomb? Oh, God, it's like the grape lady for sure. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this face is just as red as the ladder, whatever that thing was. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. And I mean, obviously, Sammy and uh, 
Kevin really can't lose because we're not going to see them after that wolf dog. You can do anything you want in wrestling, and we might see El Generico, but uh, <laughs> I can't see and Daniel. I can't see Daniel losing his first match back. I think he's going to go ahead and take that, even if it's a handicap match at that point. I think he'll win it. Yeah, I definitely think Daniel gets the win. Don't they'll throw the fans the bone there because they might not be throwing them some bones elsewhere on the card. And all that means is one thing. It just means KO and Sammy probably uh pull over the raw. Probably. Yeah. You know, it's one way to get the raw. Probably think yeah. looking pensive over there. I have no interest in this match whatsoever. <laughs> That's just me being honest. It's like I thought it was booked badly in the last month. And if you wanted to do something that was that, that, that had significance, you could have done it already. I just think it's stale. And I think they could have cleared him a lot longer yeah. ago. They could have done a lot of things. Time actually. to build this up. But I just, I'm not, I'm not sold on Shane's acting. Like I'm not sold on Kevin and and Sammy staying together. Sammy, you're lucky I bought your damn acting figure. Well, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, with, with Shane, he's kind of like been a douche as a as a yeah, mister. Unless you see like some type of heel turn or some type of twist involved, but you can't just you gotta bring Daniel back to have him lose. It doesn't make no, sense. No. So I mean, but I really don't. It's another pee break for us. And the gated community. But you'll be looking forward to the Miz Daniel Bryan match. Of course, I'll watch that. That's great stuff for me. That's summer. I can, yeah, there you exactly. Yeah. I can't wait for that one. Um, up next, we're going to the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. It's going to be Charlotte defending her versus Asuka. Ooh. Chambers. You can, you can talk. We know what happened the last time <laughs> that was in New Orleans and the streak was on the line. It was the Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. We all know. I thought we were talking about your Snapchat. <laughs> don't have one of those we all know about the famous Ellis who made that shocking face when the <laughs> streak has ended probably Michael Cole was reading that paper. I'm very sure that Oscar streak is on the line here against the best woman wrestler in the entire world Charlotte Flair and she continues to be on top of the women's division and on top of all the women wrestling world as she ends Oscar Street. And Ellis makes another shocking face. It becomes <laughs> even more famous out there as the shock as Charlotte retains her title. No, I don't think the streak would have the same weight, but it would have some weight. I did well the streak is this streak is I mean Oscar Bird. This is the best streak ever in all <laughs> women's uh, in all sports entertainment. It's past Goldberg, alluded to it numerous times, um, to the point that Goldberg doesn't even exist. So once he goes in the Hall of Fame, that's it. We don't even know who Goldberg is. It does. I, I believe it does have the same weight because it's within the short span. I mean, granted, a lot of people don't even watch, didn't even watch WCW, um, and you can tell by the reactions of people about certain things out there, like Chris Jericho. Was, was arguably one of the best figures in the cruiserweight division back in WWE. We want to allude to that nowadays. So to see Oscar Street within the last two years in WWE resonates with people of all ages. So I think it does have such a significant impact um, to this generation. So Charlotte to end that will mean a lot. Yeah, you want to compare the generation to just a small microcosm, I guess. But I, I just think Takers with that what, twenty years almost or something like that. So um, Charlotte. Retains her title and becomes. <laughs> I think she's gonna have a hell of an interest too. So, um, but yeah, that's my pick on that. I don't. I don't see Oscar losing. Uh, it doesn't make sense because I don't think the streak uh, has the weight that it needs to. Yeah. Um, the Undertaker streak was is a yearly thing. It's based on a twenty-one year history. Goldberg Street was like a good five something year run in WCW. Uh, WWE doesn't. Ex- doesn't count NXT for for anything, 
So if you want to say, well, Oscar's one of those 178, 200 something and oh streaks since entered WWE. So what? I hit 500 home runs in Japanese baseball. Does that matter when I'm a good play for the Dodgers? I mean, that's it, it is it's just, it is something that I'm sure we respected, but WWE doesn't respect NXT. So a streak doesn't matter as much as you say it is. I, I initially thought that until I started watching the mismatch challenge, and I started to know you're the that, person that watched that. I, <laughs> I gotta say, of all my Facebook friends, it's only me and like one other person who watches it, and I kind of like try to like dunk in the dunk out, so don't even realize I'm there. <laughs> Whatever. Or try to hide behind the page so they wouldn't know who it was. But nonetheless, <laughs> battery, <don't> like, <laughs> nonetheless, even on there, they allude to her streak as being defended in a tag match. So I think they're trying to make it as big and as relevant as they can instead of it just being a singles title, a singles run streak. So, you know, that that's where I kind of generate my thoughts on that as well, too. And also, I, I really firmly stand behind Charlotte being what um, WWE wanted to be the contender against Ronda Rousey and, and, and UFC, where UFC had their Ronda Rousey, who was the big figure, the icon, the woman that can do it all, where Charlotte was going to be able to contend to be that figure with the prestige behind her name, the championships, the the, 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 the streaks or the um, or the prestige behind the belts and the runs with, and the good runs she had with that to compete with that. I think they still firmly stand behind and believe in Charlotte to be that person. I think the icing on the cake is for her to be Oscar in doing so. I think that the streak is a big deal. I think that the streak will lead to Oscar beating Charlotte at WrestleMania. But I also think that they have painted themselves into a corner and that she's going to beat Charlotte. It's going to be a crazy match. It's going to be a hard-fought match, and she's just barely going to beat her. She's going to win. She's going to get her moment, and Carmella's going to come running down there, and she's going to beat her right there in the center of the ring at WrestleMania in a Seth Rollins-esque move to massive heat, and they'll get the streak out of the way that way, which I think the time's right to do it so they can open up more possibilities for Asuka as far as what they can do with her. Because they're even bringing it up now in tag matches. Yeah. Then it's like, then she's always had. She always has to win. Then I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do something like that. I think she's gonna beat Charlotte, but Carmella's gonna slide right in there, and cause a scene. I think the same exact thing, except for I think when it happens, Oscar's gonna kick Carmella's head into the third <laughs> third deck, and she's gonna keep the streak going. Oh. Yeah, they need a nice big number, something like 500 or you know, 250 for the streak to have the weight that I think at least at least 200. Yeah, at least 200. <laughs> something that like over the course of yeah. some years, I don't think it's just there enough because if you want to say like she's one of this impressive run, well, a hundred of that was in NXT, yeah, right. and they didn't talk about that until the day that she left. So. I, I think for the streak, they're trying to create this allure that there is this. Massive streak when realistically, um, you know, half their streak was preseason. And pretty, pretty much what they want to build to her versus Rowdy at some point and make it put a name on the line. That's just the way I'm thinking that they think. Not that I'd want that. They made my co owner. Any other thoughts on the mattress? No, nah, I like the, the, Car- the whole Carmella thing. I just think that Carmella doesn't do it with that match. I think you, you need the streak alone. Carmella would do it with Naya and, and Alexis. And that, that's where my other moment would be. 
But I will say this too. I mean, when you think about the fact that they're making pay per views now, dual brand. If Oscar wins, then that means that a raw person wins the SmackDown. If Charlotte cashes in on the other brand, then also trades you a person over to Raw. So it kind of politically makes sense. So. Lots, Lots of possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Up next on the card, we're going to have Ronda Rousey making her debut with Kurt Angle taking on Stephanie and Triple H. And uh, I will say, first of all, that the video package did not be good on was fantastic. Um, you know, and, and yeah, we can't believe that Stephanie has like, you know, an equal athletic chance with her in reality. But the way they painted it, um, they need to stay in that heel mode all the time. They, they fluctuate between heels and then when they're in NXT, like all of a sudden we want you to love us. Like make, make up your mind. Why are you guys? And just stick with it. So I, I I like the build up, and obviously I think that you know they give Rousey her first win WWE on her debut. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do y'all guys know who my favorite wrestler is? Sure. He's floating around here a little bit. Eddie Guerrero, The Rock, everyone is in there. Icon, Sting. It's the, that's right, the Vigilante Sting. <laughs> and the last time <laughs> a wrestler made their debut in WWE against Triple H was Sting. Mm-hmm. And we all know how that got paid out mm-hmm. with Triple H going over. Ronda Rousey, another uh, definitely bigger than Triple H, bigger than Sting put together. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest stars in the entire world. Is the debut superstar against Triple H. Now, I <laughs> never in my heart have believed that Sting that whole NWO versus uh, DX thing would ever result in Triple H winning. <laughs> Never to this day, and I'm still in denial. Even when I go back, I just watch the entrance and I cut it off. And I was like, there's no way they did that. <laughs> but with that being said, I actually think that Triple H pulled this one again a fast one. <laughs> and all the Rousey go, and they lose to the McMahon. So, you know. Here's my thinking. Here's my thinking. The difference here is. That was a WCW person against a WWF person. It's a W. It's a UFC person yeah. versus a WWE. Vince doesn't look bigger than UFC. I'm telling you, Mick Mahon is living over Dana White City. You cannot generate word in the sir. What if Stephanie gets He's going to be this. If they have her lose, this whole match is about one thing. It's about the sports center moment. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about, about one thing. thing. If she does lose, she's going to go over on Steph in some moment or over on Triple H in some way where they can put it on SportsCenter. She's going to get, get her shining moment if she loses. I can't. I, can't, I, I just can't, can't see, though, them beating her. Now, maybe they beat Kurt, but I don't see them beating Ronda. I just can't see in her debut. I just can't see it. I think they will beat her, and I think Kurt Angle is going to turn on her and make that happen. One of the most devious, underhanded son of a bitches in WWE history is Kurt Angle. Do you not remember half the crap this guy has pulled? Do you not remember what he did with Charmel? This is a dirty bastard. This is a dirty bastard. He is going to turn on her Rousey. He's going to give her that Olympic slam. He's going to put her in that. Ankle lock, angle lock, whatever you want to call it, and hand her over to Triple H and step on the ladder. And then what do you do with Make him the heel. Which we've never seen before. They do the same thing constantly. I know, it's so exciting. Jamal? Oh, this is still a thing. 
sorry, I forgot you don't want to talk about Brandon. I don't. I okay. absolutely can't stand Brandon. I'm with Brandon. You have so many elements, but it'd be nice if The Rock shows up to this, is all I'm going to say. Hey, I was thinking that <laughs> a little I'm bit, saying. too. I mean, Kurt Angle maybe doesn't even make it to this yeah, match. And The Rock has been undercoverly rumored to make a, uh, and you know, there's the history here for the last time of, of, the, of these four, so maybe that happened. Uh, a little, little trivia for you guys, too. Who else in the recent years have also made their debut at WrestleMania? Oh, shit. Recent years. Robinson As a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I named Sting earlier, so. Rugged Ronnie Garbage. Oh, man. No, he was in the Battle Royal because of NXT. No, he was in the Battle Royal. For sure, they did the Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't think any of us are going to guess it. Yeah, I'm blanking. Hold up, hold up a second. I'm blanking here. It is a hard one to pull off. How many beers did we have? Hey, weather. <laughs> All right, guys. Big E and Fandango made their debut at um, WrestleMania 29. Oh. Sting at 31. And Barry Corbin at 32. Oh, I got Corbin. Oh, okay. I'll take that 33%. Trivia night is broken apart by Milton Bradley. <laughs> Get your facts out. Although, I did pull this off of WWE.com. Uh, I don't see how Bill Tommy doesn't fit that answer. He was in the Battle Royal. Yeah. It's the same old as Barry Corbin. Yeah. Seriously, Barry Corbin. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey. Good point. Good point. Alrighty then. After that one, we're going to have uh, the WWE Championship AJ Styles defending versus Shinsuke Nakamura. A lot of dream, a dream match for many people. They saw what? Wrestle Kingdom, what, two years ago? Yes, two years back. Yeah, yeah, 2016. 2016. This was um, the co-main event for Wrestle Kingdom yep. um, 10 um, on the Dave Meltzer Richter scale. This was a uh, 4.75. Mm -hmm. um, that, that was a thing, I guess. This, this was also Nakamura's. No, who? Someone retired. Someone left after Japan. I can't even think of it. They, they all left in February. Yes. They all left in February. That's right. AJ went first because AJ debuted at the Royal Rumble that January. So, him, Gallows, Anderson, and Nakamura went in February. Yes. His send off show was that February. But they all pretty much gave you notice. That's right. That's right. And it passes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, this match, match to me is a match that a lot of folks, I think, I don't know, we know. There's, there's a lot, lot of folks who are very excited about that match. And for some reason, I got a feeling, I think there's a high potential for a lot of folks to be let down. I think it's going to be good. I think it might be great. But I think there's a lot of people that that's not going to be good enough for them. They want it to be this like mythical, like they've already built it up into this ridiculously great match. And like it, we were just saying, the first one, the first one was darn good. I wouldn't call it five stars though. I don't really think I'd say like four and a half or something. It was a darn good match, bordering on great. But I would it's by not by no means is it like one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. And I think it's just about like that again. AJ could have a great match with cut out but not tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm honestly, like, like, maybe this is some popular opinion. I'm not a big fan of Mark Moore. I really, 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 really,
I guess they they want to kind of you know knock more on the Royal Rumble and they they want to put him over. So I see them having him see what he can do with the belt. Even though I, I'm pulling for AJ. Please let Jamal talk mess. <laughs> you want to talk about AJ Styles is a colossal bore to me. And Nakamura <laughs> has, is about as interesting as Dale Cauliflower. <laughs> I think I would rather... Well, no, no, I'm curious. I've never liked Nakamura. I've never liked AJ Styles. Uh, with that said, I would like bathroom break. Maybe, oh, oh, yeah, oh, bathroom oh. break. And not even like... Not even like a bathroom break because that's just like a force. You know what? I'm just going to give myself an enema. Is it a number two? I'm just going to give myself an enema instead of watch this map. Oh, so this is like two Geno subs and some Lassitude breaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what they call a special edition. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, God, God, no. This doesn't do anything for me. I'll be in there for half an hour. I thought I was going hard on it. I going to follow that one, Brandon. Not really, because I don't really care about New Japan. I like AJ because I've been watching him since Wild Side, so I kind of watched him grow up. He's a good wrestler and all. Uh, Knock, I don't think he's sitting quite in the WWE mold yet, and he doesn't seem to really be putting his all into everything. Yeah. It's kind of going through the motions, and I hope it, I hope he doesn't do that on Sunday because that would be extremely disappointing. I think this is going to be the opening match on the card, and I think it's going to be good, but I don't think it's going to be great by any means. In fact, I think it'll probably be right around the same level as Shane and uh, AJ last year. Ooh, that that's that's fair, and I think uh, going on that's after you're saying Shane and uh, Daniel Bryan. I think Shane and Daniel Bryan will have a hotter crowd. Oh yeah, they'll absolutely have a hotter crowd. And I absolutely agree with you on this. I can see this opening with Joe. Now, Ooh. just a side note question: Who do you think will have the most elaborate entrance of the night? Charlotte, I think, is a very good possibility. I, I'm with Charlotte or Oscar. They might do something with Oscar. Actually, poll we could put up. Actually, I'm just going to actually I just change my mind that quick. Kid Rock is going into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Undertaker. There's a rumor person that should be there. There's probably going to be some type of Harley Davidson coming out. So <laughs> I think that might be interesting, considering that all that's entailed in the, in, into that storyline. So we'll see. I will. I will say with this women's match that as a super duper hot take right here. I mean, I'm not even going to even live up to this one after this. I'm going to say this once, and that's it. Melzer does not like. WWE shows, but he is going to love this one. And he will rate this as WWE first six star match on the main roster. Believe that. Yeah, that was a super bad pun. Oh, God. If you get that in the Tokyo Dome, I'll be able to get that in This will be better than that match. That's what I got for that. We'll yeah. see. You don't have to let me know how it is. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the flip side, on Raw, we see the Universal Championship defended by Brock Lesnar take on Roman Reigns. Now, uh, a few weeks back on my podcast, I did a fantasy booking for this, and I think I went on for about 15 or 20 minutes. So I'm not going to bore you guys that long. But pretty much, um, I think right now I've reached my, my limit with Brock Lesnar and Suplex City Brock. Uh, maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I'm just – I feel he needs to do some sort of new evolution of himself. I'm kind of tired of seeing him just come out as a suplex monkey. 
and that's all he is. I mean, he can do so much more. We know it. I mean, he's not 2002 Brock, but um, I'd like to see him take a little bit of break. You know, people ruining him with UFC once, once again. again. Uh, I, I think I would like to see something interesting happen here and see Paul Heenan turn, turn on Brock and then and have him be the Paul Heenan guy. Let's talk, Let's talk about, about his contract, contract for a second. <laughs> you may you want, may want everything, everything that you ask for, but his contract says you need to do and fulfill a minimum of three suplexes <laughs> and you have to do your duties for the night. That's the last time where he was at WrestleMania. Um, he did, I, 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 think, I think last year he did five. Was three. was three. Oh, yeah. I guess it was that Dean Ambrose match that happened. It was a true fight. That was a bad break, break, by the way. So yeah. can you tell you how many happened here? As long as he did three. No, no more between six. six. He fulfills his duties here. And that's it. That's all we get. He's the cash guy. He's the draw. He is the counterpart to Ronda Rousey. And I will say that and people may not doubt, may, may not believe it, but as Dana White, who is suffering to have a star back, which is why they're courting to Brock. They're working with the uh, Vegas Fight Committee to be able to get him reinstated. They're doing everything because none of their top guys can can work a match from either injury or suspension or you know playing around with retirement. Brock Lesnar is a cash cow. WWE knows it. UFC wants it. So it doesn't really matter what he does in the ring here. It doesn't matter if he wins or loses. At the end of the day, he still wins. He'll have a tough outing, a strong outing. And it is what it is, no matter how how it's done. So, and just to finish my thought about the whole thing too, I think that I would like to see uh, part of that be uh, the authors of Pain debuting on Raw, the team with Roman to take out Lesnar and put him on the shelf until SummerSlam, where he loses to Reigns again. Hmm. So that's just my little fantasy booking for the night. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say like this is another match that I really just don't care about. Um, I have no reason to care about Brock Lesnar as a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Roman Reigns as a character. Uh, you know, good for him for you know earning the paycheck. But outside of that, he doesn't do anything for me. Uh, you know, whether or not you like his in-ring work or the fact he's being pushed, uh, you know, unnecessarily as the the champion that we all deserve, not the champion that we need. I just don't care about these two when there's so many other people like Samoa Joe, like Strong, like Braun Strowman. No, like he like Shane Baszler, the best Baron Corbin in WWE. There are many <laughs> other people. I don't want to say deserve that spot, but there are many other people that would make up for many much more interesting matchups uh, than than Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. But if this is the best that they could do, if this is what they think is going to close the show, then I think that's a indelible mark on where where WWE stands right now as they go into their bigger show of the year. Okay. Um... I'm looking at it like this. I'm, I'm with you on Le- the Lesnar project has run its course. Let- let's get that Narm belt off of Brock Lesnar. And pretty much the whole time this Brock Lesnar project's been going on, I guess we could say over the last two years, the Roman Reigns project has been going on the same darn time. I mean, this match is going back, I guess, to what, WrestleMania 32? No, 31. Yeah. Yeah. 31. Months. So three years. Three years when he did the first version of it when he had the cash in. So we're we're kind of closing the loop on the match that never the WrestleMania the main event that never got finished between the two of them. Yeah. Um I know a lot a lot of people that are not excited about this match. And I guess my part of my thinking is Vince has had this stuck in his craw for so darn long. I think 
until he gets this out of his system, he ain't gonna let it go. And you mean so he, he, he needs to get this done before anything else is gonna happen. If it, for some reason that mismatch didn't happen, he'd still have it in the back of his head. Um, that said, the build this time around, I think has been a ton, ton better than last time. I hope that Raw did not end uh, tonight with a tug of war. With the belt, belt. Like it did last time around. <laughs> Sorry, I enjoyed those memes. I hope it did happen again. <laughs> Hopefully there was no tug of war. But I've liked the build. I've liked the idea of Roman calling Lesnar out. I was looking to leave, being a part-timer, never being around. Um, we never had that happen before. <laughs> I think they had a better idea this time around. Now, I don't know. And I like, I'll, I'll say like, I think there's some worry that, you know, Rome, that Brock might uh, phone it in if he's on his way out the door. But uh, hopefully not as bad as wrestling in 20. Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing hopefully showing that that might not happen is that last week when they had their big brawl around the ring, they were laying those damn chair shots in hard. There was no taking it easy. So I'm hoping they are going to have a stiff brawl and crap out of each other. And they're just going to get the damn title on Roman and Brock's going to be done. And then we can move on to something else. Yep. Uh, basically, the Universal Championship to me is a fake championship. I know it's kind of weird to say in a sport is technically fake, but <laughs> I'm still never going to dream that. I yeah. mean, two negatives is a positive. Yeah, so I think, you know, they made this championship up rather than pulling the old World Heavyweight Championship, the BTV, out of the Universal, <laughs> the Undisputed title. They should have just separated the titles. I know that's old and dumb, and I'm an old, old man wrestling lore type of guy. <laughs> but I don't accept the Universal title as a title in the promotion. I don't like Brock Lesnar. I don't like what he's done with any championship over the past five years, kind of coming in and out and doing whatever he pleases. Thing is devalued and taken away any value that either the WWE Championship or the Universal Title has had in ages. Uh, so it'll be good riddance if Brock Lesnar loses to somebody who I consider the most boring wrestler in the WWE. Brock Lesnar, thank you. <laughs> Drop the mic. Now you got something on that? I wish there was a money in the bank. To use in this match because Carmelo, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Carmelo came out. Like, why not? Why not? Why not? No, it's just, it's, like I said, if Vince wants this, it's gonna happen. Brock has done nothing. I, I don't, I'm not sold on either one of these. I hope it's a short reign until SummerSlam or King of the Ring or, or hell, down Tuesday in Texas. Bring it back, just get the belt off either one of them because I don't care. To me, that the only way it's even interesting, like I said, with the Bill turn with a, some sort of character progression. Yeah. If they do it with face Roman and Vince just pushing through, with, like with his guy, uh, I just I don't. I, there's nothing in it for me. We're so, so used to hating him. Just let us boo him. Wait, like the last time they saw him three years ago, yeah. he was getting German left and right. And people were like, "This is awesome," and now it's kind of like, "Well, we just don't," you know. Yeah. First, first of all. In Texas, we booed the hell out of him out the gym. WWE <laughs> Network decided they need to edit that because I can assure you everybody went close from booing him on that. Even more than Philadelphia? When he won the World Rumble? No, I was. Yeah. No, no. There was one on one. There was, uh, there was more. The, the, the record breaker for WrestleMania was, was in Dallas. And so with that many people. Him. I mean, I was looking at people all the way up in the 500. I can hear their voices bouncing off of me. So, uh, but 
Um, a little, a little, a little fact here: Roman did close out WrestleMania 33 against the Undertaker. So we're pretty much confirming that he's going to close out 34. No. I think it's either that or if this Cena, this mystery guy, yeah, this mystery guy match happens that we'll talk about next. I mean, it's one, it's one of those two matches. I you don't, you don't think they pulled the trigger to put a woman's uh, match to close it out? I mean, uh, that's they've been making huge strides this year in think... equality. You don't think they do it here with Oscar and Charlotte? Uh, nah, they're not big enough star. Good one. You don't think Charlotte's a big enough star? No, no, the grand scope of things. How about next year? You think Charlotte's a big enough star? No. No. Charlotte yeah. would never be a big enough star. No. no. Even when under the name of Flair? No. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe she'll keep running the mic. But... Yeah. Yeah. So Ron is <laughs> I I mean like this, Charlotte is like star in WWE and the Ron is just like way over here mm-hmm. yeah. and like over here a little bit too. Like yeah. every, every every place. Um but um, little trivia here again, my last trivia question for tonight. So Roman Rank has completed in Every finals WrestleMania match in his last three years. This is also tying uh, The Rock and John Cena for doing so too in four consecutive years. Um, in three consecutive Do you know who hold the record for holding it in four consecutive years? Triple H. Hogan? No. No, Hogan, Hogan didn't get four. Yeah, that was five. Five. I said maybe you didn't get 80 either. It's Austin. 5678. It's Austin, I thought. Hogan, 5678. He closed yeah. out 8. Yeah, you know, 5678. Because yeah, 4 didn't close out, but 5678. Yeah, I forgot about that. Elephant in the room uh, with this John Cena character. Mm-hmm. Who, um, I have breaking news. I have answered the challenge and I will face John Cena at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my God. I think I heard your manager's going to be Ricky J. Curran. Oh, <laughs> I cannot believe his name made it to this. I cannot. But there, there's this John Cena oh, character. Like on, on Twitter. Fine. We're plugging people. We're just going to plug. We're just going to plug ourselves there. John Cena is. Uh, this Johnson the character who's in this movie Blockers. How about that movie, by the way? Okay, okay, okay. Nah, nah. Yeah, it's like, well, what if Taylor is enough? shows up in Blockers. I mean, come on, see it, see it. I'm not gonna say that anybody shouldn't see Blockers, but um, man, just pass a ring game. I mean, I probably watched a highlight of that in the English Cowman. Oh, stronger, stronger. This is Johnson the person who's been. Frequently begging and begging for here, man. I know what you want to go. Oh my God! This is the worst WrestleMania build. It does not make any damn sense to me. It does not fit the John Cena character at all. When did Mr. Hustle, loyalty, and respect suddenly become Mr. Bitch, moan, and complain? You see, because that's all this has been. Literally coming out every week, whining and crying about how he needs a match with the Undertaker. It doesn't, none of it makes any sense to me that they would suddenly present John Cena in this way. The most yeah. ironic part though is how they have this the storyline behind Roman and Brock is that, you know, Roman's mad that Brock's part time, mm-hmm. but no one says shit about Taker or Cena. You know, they're part time and, and they can keep doing their thing. We've addressed it. My interior designer, Mark Feinberg, addressed it by how you have a legend here <laughs> and then on the sidewall here. 
you have this other guy. That's I can't sh- see. Good, what? You can't see him because he's a little shorter in stature, <laughs> and no one cares when he's on TV anymore. So you know, it's just funny how they use, they choose it for different sports. Yeah, you yeah. talking about part timers? This whole card is pretty much feels like part timers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like too. You got the Rocks hosted the show. New Day hosted the show last year. He's not even like he's not gonna sit at home or be in the yeah. sand and he isn't on the show. He can't be in the Battle Royal. It's like, <laughs> but it doesn't even fit his character. That's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. It would fit if he would he would just do the whole thing and turn heel. That we all want, because you don't want this guy crying about no, it. Right. You want him to dog him out, and that would have been a better build. So I think I, I really I'm not hating on this. What will happen? Because we're not stupid people here. We know what's going to happen. It's just my only thing that's sentimental is I did not like seeing Taker go out the way he did. Right. Everyone, every time you have a hero, you want to see them win and retire. And does this make him for it? No, he looked like shit last year. That's going to yeah. be nice. And don't edit that. That's what the match looked like. He looks really bad. Yeah. I don't think Cobra here helped him. And why to come back for this bozo with a hat? But like you said, you know, it's not the way they should be portraying him. I feel, you know, who's really rooting for Cena against Taker? I mean, it's pretty much everyone's fault. There's a right way to do things. This is just scripted wrong and not done right at all. And then it's kind of lazy. This should open up the entire WrestleMania. It's my third bathroom break and your fourth laxative. So that's what I would call this match. You want to talk about bubble prediction and what should happen here? Undertaker loses again. He, 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 he never comes out to New Orleans. I mean, Cena goes over. Crybaby Cena gets it down, and this match goes down, and Undertaker retires again. Yeah, this time is Booger Red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, last time when the Dead Man walked into the sunset, this year is going to be a American badass. He's 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 like one of the tricycle that Triple H and Steph had last year. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they're going to have the most memorable dance. Regardless, who wins? Who wins? Not the fans. If you win, you don't have to no more. And if you win, no one cares about you. So. You know what I'm saying? This is a loose scenario all the same, way. Yeah, same with Lesnar and Ray. Yeah, That's this is of... not something worth doing. And it's done put this poorly. Shame on you guys. <laughs> Let the man stay retired, collect his pension, and have a good time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I had to go to Jamal here. The, the winner yeah. here is the one. And <laughs> uh, all the fans. Everyone. <laughs> who cares? So. Uh, so anyway, uh, as we wrap up the show tonight, uh, fellas, any closing remarks on anything WrestleMania weekend? You know, this, this show is only half as long as me. <laughs> get your caffeine. Start drinking it now. So get ready. Yeah, have a good time. And if you get in trouble, I will bail you out. Um, good to know. Just the time for the rumble. And I mean, that's my whole goal, to, to be on Cops one day. So there's no better place than going in New Orleans. Don't forget so, your lines. Yeah, you're right about that. Maybe I'll get some beats, too. I don't know. So we'll see. Just have fun down there. Represent us well. Uh, do whatever you can. We'll be watching and you know checking in on you. And then, you, know, you, guys want, you guys want to plug the charter before we get out of here? We should plug the charter. We have a nice, <laughs> we have a nice charter coming up. And exactly almost a book at five weeks till this thing. So, you know, making sounds classic, you know, get on the bus. Papa Hales, Dylan Hales. Yeah, we get Angela Slain against our, our girl, Faye Jackson. It's the first round announced match today. So I'm back in my sugar mama. Take care. <laughs> so, uh, we, get, we get a nice with the Old Dominion Rumble coming up on 420 after NXT is in town. There you go. So if you see us firing the parking lot, you know why we're doing <laughs> it. But uh, not a lot of interesting stuff there. Special shout out to Hayes. Uh, Autism Awareness Month. 
There's a lot of promotion going on with that. Uh, you know, a lot of pins featuring his art, as you can see. All, all proceeds going to Autism Awareness and uh, something special coming up for uh, the Rumble as well, which I will announce with Mike King later on. And I hope you guys had fun. And I, this room is not big enough to hold everybody. We can do it again whenever we need to. But, uh, now, other than that, I, you guys were good company. I mean, we had we hate everything. We've gone over everything. And Thank you for hosting. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Next time, poolside when we go over uh, American Slang '75. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to plug your channel? Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, anybody want to guess on the Mystery Peak? The last one, the third one. iPod. <laughs> I'm not feeling too perfect. Sour apples. There you go. It's, it's definitely, definitely sour. sour. We know that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the sourest of all of them. Apparently, they revealed the flavors today. So the first one, none of us were close on it. Probably the first one beer float. You had beer in it, or maybe I was just my blue. Second one, it became the closest on. We were all thinking something lemon, lemon meringue, like you mentioned. Lemonade. All right, Brandon. And last but not least, the sour one here at the end. Uh, I was thinking maybe sour grape. I'm on here thinking. We're very close. Blue raspberry. raspberry. That's right. I, I, I like it so much. That's the three flavors of Peeps. And we will have more videos coming with the Snack Society all over WrestleMania weekend. And God, I'm sure we'll be taking some stuff that darn day during the, uh, oh, sure. during the bathroom break matches. We'll be doing something. <laughs> but you can find us on, on the YouTube channel. Hashtag Snack Society for all your snacking needs. Yep, at Brandon Reckons, they have that Will Mahoney. Check us out on Facebook. All the above. Thanks. And you can find me in every week at Thursday night at WLWCU.com. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Neutron. The show, the Square Book Sound Up, is at SCFO Pod. Last week I had Josh Briggs. This is Mammy Jackson Sloan. And I think I've had my WrestleMania fill, so there won't be too much WrestleMania content on this week's show. So catch us there. We're also available on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitch Radio via the Midnight Tree. And so at, at Giant Crab on Twitter, that's Crab with a K, as the way and it should be spelled. Uh, this week, this coming Wednesday on the show, we're going to talk about the other things happening in New Orleans. We're looking at the if you've never been to the Crescent City. That will get you to that square away on that. I, I will be traveling to uh, C2E2, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo at the McCormick Place in Chicago, Illinois. So you can, I will be uh, vlogging and live streaming and stuff like that. All weekend from Chicago, so you can check that out at BigGoldBellGroup.com. That's right, and I'll be down in New Orleans along with the rest of the Big Gold Belt uh, group. So I'm gonna be at um, Beyond come Thursday night, right off the plane. Um, Friday I'll be at Evolve. Saturday I'll be at NXT, and of course there's Mania. So you know wherever I'm at, I'm trying to give a shout out. Um, come hang out, pick up, hit me up. Um, and then more importantly, all of us will be at the NXT DC show. Indeed. Um, this is going to be April 19th. We have I announced earlier today there will be an uh, official meetup two hours before bell. Um, I'm sorry, door time <laughs> at four o'clock at the Brightonton, which is right next to um, the Anthem down at the wharfs. Um, you know, step over to our page, you can see all the information about all that. We'll be kicking it there. Happy hour, got the reservations done. Um, kick it with all of us. Other Nova Pro fans, other DMV wrestling fans, as well, you know, drink specials, food, and all that for about two hours before we make a 30 second walk over to Anthem. So you want to step over there. And again, as the iterated, step over to Big BigGoldBeltGroup.com for all the, the latest news, um, overviews, and, and other events that's coming up in this area. So, 
there you have it. Um, before we get out of here, thank you for the third member of the Sex Society, Mr. Alex, and the, the camera work back there. We appreciate your work. Uh, we wish we could tap into your mind a little bit, but we, we needed your experts behind the camera today. So we appreciate that. Um, definitely step over to his Twitter. Um, also, too, you, you credit him and um, him and his brother for all of the Nova Road video nova pro video work that's done you can find out smart mark um he also works with power bomb and smart getting out the stuff for that as well too so you got to give this man credit for all you guys who can't make it to the nova pro and nova northern virginia area for all the video work that he's doing so um just to let you know the guy behind the camera he's doing work out here so appreciate it <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, so for the gated community for the snack society boys what's where a circle sound off for the big combo podcast we thank you all for tuning in to this WrestleMania special. We hope you liked it. We'll catch you down there. If not, give us all the shout on social media. Peace out. Right. Woo. Uh, Woo. Yeah. I'm going to take a cheer shot to the head. Yeah. <laughs>